is right, baby. Freedom. No more alcohol. All right, let's start the fucking show. Sorry, George. We've got to stop you there, pal. Uh, let's do this right here. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> 775-357-FANS or 775-376. All right, here we go, last family. Good morning. Welcome to a Tuesday here on another fun-filled edition of, that's right, you got it, The Arnie State Show. Um, uh, Let's go through the list here because, well, I, I, I just had to shut off my whole computer, shut everything off, then turn it back on. Now I guess things are working better. I have like 15 stories that I got refined now. Today, look, today, I I, I know what I want to do. That's what I wanted. That's why I had it up. Today, 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 I celebrate celebrate, celebrate, 24 years years of quitting. 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 That's right. right. I'm a quitter. 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 And I'm I'm okay okay with okay with it. Because, because it was 24 years ago today that I woke up in a jail cell and said, you know, this isn't going to play out well. And that's when I made the decision to ask my father to take me to my first Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. He did so, and it has been 24 years today. So I'm very proud of that. Uh, thank you to everyone who has reached out and said, you know, congratulations, Braddy Kid. Thank you so much. Uh, I have my 24-year chip waiting for me. I did a video this morning uh, for TikTok, and it turned out pretty good. I lost the original sound effect, so I had to fucking scramble to find it. And, and the weird thing, let me tell you, I'm wondering. I, I don't know. There's something. It might, it might be my computer because I tried to uh, – Upload the Bill Bixby thing, and it sounded like what you guys were describing. Like uh, like a scratched record thing. I mean, I tried, and I tried, and I tried. I think I used, I'm not kidding, like 17 different ones, and every one of them were skipping. So I don't know if it's the computer. I, I don't know if I had to restart it. Hopefully everything's better. But let's, let's, let's get to the good mornings. Let's see. Uh, Brady Kid, first one here. Just want to be the first to say how proud I am of you of everything you've overcome. Uh, you could have turned to the bottle many times, and many people would have, but you didn't. To celebrate 24 years of sobriety, there's a case of Lone Star. Really? Sweet. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Sobriety uh, birthday such an accomplishment. Thank you. Uh, uh, all right, let's see. Uh, good morning, Arnie. Uh, good morning, Ask Braddy. And, of course, Arnie, happy 24 years, buddy. Thanks, Andrew. Oh, and just remember, if you drink Fanta, you're a Nazi. Correct. Yes, we learned that yesterday. Correct the mundo. Fanta was made by the Nazis because Coca-Cola wouldn't ship their products over there. Boy, it, I, I tell you, I, I can't wait to get the show started today. Honest, honest to God. Like, hey, we haven't started yet because we've been fixing shit. I, I, I got a lot of songs that have alcohol in there. I don't know if I'm going to get to any songs. Hey, we might just talk all fucking day. 
just because yesterday was so fucking awesome. But let me get through the 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 good mornings. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, Straight Fire says, good morning, all. Happy Tuesday. Arnie and ass family just caught the end of yesterday's show. Congratulations on 24 years of sobriety. Thank you, Straight Fire. Always like Steve, too. Uh, too bad he won't be on the show. Yeah, I know. And it, it, it's not on him. Doug says, good morning and happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. And Mr. States, happy 24 years of sobriety. Thank you. Bradshaw says, good morning, big and ass hats as well. Congratulations on the big 24, Arnie. I say big because everyone is awesome accomplishment. Well done, sir. I know next, I, can you believe next year, if I make it to next year, if the Rangers or my life doesn't drive me to drinking, I will celebrate a quarter of a century sober. That's probably, I, I, I got to say, I, I, that, that's pretty awesome sounding. Uh, anyone, Mixler, okay. Saw your suggestion. Yes, I did see your suggestion. Not much better. Hold on. I think it's the app. Okay. Damn it, Mixler. Working now. Happy Tuesday. Ask family. Here's Hangtown Jen. Kale says better. Uh, better song to LOL. Cowboys Girl says mine is still loading. I had to just reload a time or three to get Mixler to reload for me, but here we are. Okay. Uh, Hot Stephanie says there we go. She sent me a nice text saying uh, happy sobriety birthday. Such an uh, accomplishment. Proud to know you. Well, thank you. Uh, let's see. Beasley says, good morning, Artie. Congrats on your sobriety. Your story inspired me also. Looks so cool being at the Rangers game. Oh, I'm going to tell you all about it, motherfuckers. Uh, nobody likes a quitter. So much for quitters never prosper, saying. You seem to be prospering very well. Well, I appreciate that. Well, before, hey, I, I, I'm glad you brought that up, Douglas. For all you gals out there and maybe dudes that, that like cock, I, I'm just, I, I, I don't. I, I, I prefer not to have cock. But you gals out there, just know, sucking dick can make you a billionaire. Kim Kardashian is officially a fucking billionaire. Why is she a billionaire? Because she sucked Ray J's dick. The end. I mean, really? We're supposed... Hey, great job. This is why I can't take Kamala Harris seriously. You are no better than Jenna Jameson. You're no better than, than, than some trashed out fucking porn star. That has tits that look like they, they 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 got pool balls and socks. I, I mean, honestly. So if you don't think that sucking dick can take you places, well, we got a billionaire and we got a vice president. The end. Now, if you want to sit down and have a debate with me about Kamala and other things, I probably wouldn't do it. Mainly because, okay, I, I can give her a little bit of credit. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian has, only, the only way she became famous is she put Ray J's dick in her mouth, and then he came on her face. The end. Uh, damn, I should get paid for this shit. I know, right? And she wasn't even that good at it. She was horrible. I've seen the video. Good God almighty. How awful is that? I want you to think about that. The next time you're paying bills, you're sitting there at the, 
the, the kitchen table, you got your green visor on, you're writing out, electric company. Man, if I would only put Ray J's dick in my mouth. Oh, that's just funny shit right there. I don't give a fuck who you are. Uh, did she at least swallow? No, she just took it to the face. She just took it to the face. To the face. Yeah, I mean, it was like <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Wait, wait, where, where the hell is it? Oh, here you go. In the face! In the face! <laughs> And then has so much cum been squirted in those eyes you can't see what's right in front of your face. Obviously, not enough because Kim became a fucking billionaire. And I know a lot of people are probably gonna say, "Oh, Arnie, Arnie, you're just you're a hater." Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, guilty, guilty as charged. I am a hater of Kim Kardashian. What's next? Hey, you got anything else for me? I can't stand her. All right, now, 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 before we, we haven't started yet, because we got to talk about yesterday's Ranger game. Uh, that's right. That is correct, Mundo, my friends. Let me just say this right now. Yesterday was a fan-fucking-tastic day, minus the game. I'm looking at pictures taken from the stadium. I got I to gotta post some more pictures. I saw that guy. I, I remember, oh, wow. There's a picture on Fox News. This one guy, worst cowboy hat I've ever seen. It was gigantic. I mean, Charlie Daniels would have said, damn, that's a big fucking hat. Yeah, the Rangers got fucking roughed up yesterday. They lost. Didn't care. Uh, 38,000 people. 38,000 people gathered at Globe Life Park or Globe Life Field in Arlington for the Rangers' home opener against the Toronto Blue Jays, which they lost. Lots of people. Uh, people were wearing masks. Not all the time, though. <laughs> and nobody checked me. So let, let, let me give you this. So uh, you know how I enjoy, because I am fat, I enjoy doing the handicap thing at the airport? Well, we have pushed that over into sporting events and concerts, too. That way I get to sit in those really, really comfortable chairs at the top of a section. I don't have to walk any stairs. Perfect. It's more laziness than anything. But, hey, I got a handicap placard. I can get away with it. So, we bought the tickets to the Ranger game, what, two weeks ago? BZ, who, who's first place in the ALS? I, would, I, I don't know who. Is it the Angels? The, I, the, let, me, let me tell you. By the way, I got to say how disappointed I am in the Rangers. Not only did they lose. Opening day, brand new stadium. I, I, I want to ask you. I want to ask you fans out there. I, I Let me get the Jeopardy music. What do you think should have been giving away, given away? Do you really have a cripple tag? Yeah, it's my dad's. <laughs> yeah, it was one of the last things he gave me. Uh, Angels after beating the Astros last night. Yeah, I saw the inflatable trash can they threw on the field. The Astros don't. Oh, the Astros are here after the Yankees in May. Ooh, that's a series I want to go to. I want to go to the Astros series. I want to take Tommy to the Astros series. God, I miss drinking. I mean, it's things like that, like Ranger games. Tommy and I drinking at Ranger games. That shit would have been fun. Uh, let's see. The Halos. I, I do want to see. The Halos are here at the end of the month. I'd like to go see them. I definitely want to see the Astros. 
I'd, I wouldn't mind seeing the Yankees. The Giants are coming to Texas. I'm not going to that shit. Oakland, fuck them. Uh, Seattle, fuck them. Detroit, no. Uh, oh, okay. So, oh, hold on a second. Let, let, let me see. What do you think should have been yesterday's big giveaway? And, and not a mask. But who do you, what do you think yesterday's uh, opening day, brand new stadium, it's, it's been in waiting for a year. What would you have given away? Let's see. Uh, Kale says a mask. Of course, I jest. I would have taken a Rangers mask. I think that would have made more sense. Let's see. Uh, bobbleheads. Great idea. Giving away an Adrian Be- Be- Beltre bobblehead this weekend against San Diego. Not the opening game. No. It makes sense now. Babylon B. Let's see. Go to link here. What's this? Uh, Texas removes mass mandate to scare the Californians away. That's funny. Uh, all right. The manager job, yeah. Free food, not a bad idea. Bobblehead. Hang, I, I love this. A Lego st- a set of the stadium. I think that'd be fantastic. A hat, great idea. Commemorative cup, fantastic. Uh, a pen that you can only get on opening day. Great idea. Cool Rangers bag. Nope. Those fan fingers with the number one. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, Stinkfist got it. It's not really commemorative. It is the 2021 Texas Ranger refrigerator magnet schedule. I got that from the Reno Aces on opening day. The Reno Aces are a triple-A club. This is a major league franchise. There are 38,000 people there. And you give me this fucking shitty magnet that will only stick on a refrigerator. These magnets suck. They don't, they're not magnetized. They don't stick on any other metal except refrigerators. So at least I have the schedule. What a shitty giveaway. Boo. Boo. I mean, this is the worst. But now let me me walk you through this. So we bought the tickets for opening day two weeks ago. And a lot of teams in Major League Baseball are now doing all this bullshit. Uh, and I hate it. I, I cannot stand it. I understand their business, but it, it's it, I to me it's dirty business. Two weeks ago, when we bought the tickets, if you wanted opening day tickets, you had to buy like eight series. You had to buy like a Yankee series and all this. If, if you want to see the Yankees, you got to buy eight series and all all that kind of bullshit. Rather than just going out and buying tickets to a game that you want to go to. So that's when we got them. And now, like three days ago, they released opening day seats. Now, we went through it. We had to go through a third party to get our seats. So we called the Rangers and we said, hey, uh, we want to get the handicapped seating. We want to exchange our tickets for handicapped seating. The box office 
said, no problem. All you have to do is show up before the game or you, you show up anytime, exchange your tickets. I said, okay. Yeah, when you play like a triple-A team, you give away triple-A prizes. We didn't even play like a triple-A team yesterday. Just tell you that right now. Um, the dude who won a gold glove at third base yesterday, I think he had two errors at short. God damn it. But, uh, yeah, they gave me a, this magnet. So, so we go to the box office. And, first of all, I went to the box office, showed them the thing. They said, oh, no, it's the next box office right n- next door. Went to the next box office. The next box office wasn't open. We had to go around the fucking corner. <sighs> All right. Get around the corner, go to the main box office. Give the dude my phone because that's where my tickets are. He's looking them up, and it's taking forever. I I, I mean, the dude is, is slow as shit. And we had tickets. Uh, we were in the 300 level. And, it look, the stadium is beautiful. This is, this is the nicest park I've ever been to. This stadium is glorious. And it's, it's too bad that, that John Daniels, the, the GM and vice president, is such a cock-sucking fucking retard. I'm sorry. That was mean on my part. I apologize to all cock-sucking retards for comparing you to John Daniels, the worst GM in all of baseball. But I digress. So homeboy looks at me and he goes, well, since you bought third party, we can't exchange these. What I can do is sell you handicap seating, and then you can try to get a credit back from wherever you got these tickets. That didn't work. I I, I, I was like, fuck that bullshit. Let's just go. We'll just, uh, fuck it. I'll sit in my seats. I can crawl the stairs, whatever. As I'm walking in, Uh, I noticed a couple guys who have uh, like look like they work for the Rangers, guy shirts and ties, you know, all that kind of stuff. The guy welcomes me. He goes, "How's everything going?" I said, "Pretty shitty." This is the, I got to say, this experience sucks so far. And I told him everything, and he took down our information, and we got into the park and we're looking. And of course, we walk in on the first base side. Our seats are on the third baseline. I'm like, God damn it! All of a sudden, phone rings. It's that dude. He's gonna help us out because I mean, I mean, honestly, like I, I, I'm not, I'm not handicapped, but I got a placard. What would have happened if I would have showed up with a fucking wheelchair? Would he have turned me away too? That would have been interesting. So he came back and he gave me my seats. Now, now we're in section two twenty eight. We're on the first base side, home side, for Rangers. I don't know why the Rangers have always picked first base side, but they always have. I did not see W there. W and I did not. I didn't see Nolan. Uh, what I did see were a bunch of happy Ranger fans. Why? Because we got to live life again. Uh, that picture that I posted with me with my mouth wide open, I, I was that excited. I, I mean, literally. I was sitting on the edge of my seat. We paid for the whole seat, but I only needed the edge. Uh, the Ranger look, the Rangers organization, I, I love this ballpark. This ballpark is fantastic, and they need to put a fucking winner in this park. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen for at least two or three years. So this year will be easy to get tickets to games. That That's the one thing I'm excited about. So I'll be able to see the, the Yankees and the Astros. Ooh, Colorado, no. 
Ooh, we play. Oh, Cleveland's our last year. Ooh, we play the Angels. And I, I'll go see Anaheim. I'll, I'll go see them play. I want to see Mike Trout play in person. Hell of a ball player. Did you see Fernando Tatis Jr. blew out his shoulder last night swinging too hard? Well, that gigantic contract. Adiosa. Uh, as far as the, the game went, the game that Rangers played like shit. Uh, dot races are still there in the bottom of the sixth. They still do the Cotton Eye Joe after God Bless America and take me out to the ball game in the seventh. So that was good. Hot Dog was all right. My stomach is still kind of fucked up, so it didn't have that going for me. The weirdest fucking thing happened, though. So we're sitting there in the cripple section. And by the way, the seats are like those foldable seats, and they got drink holders. They're fantastic. Those are the only seats I'm ever, ever going to get. Any update on the dude? Yeah, the Toronto Blue Jays catcher took a foul ball right to the nutsack. That motherfucker was out of the game. I ain't seen anything on him. Um, but all in all, fantastic stadium. It, it was great. The parking wasn't bad. That parking was like 30 bucks. That, that, but I mean, we we're pretty damn close. I mean, you could have parked for 20 and been like a mile away. I, fuck that shit. Uh, all in all, it was a good experience. A lot of fun. Lot, lots and lots of fun. And a beautiful day. I couldn't have asked for a better day. Oh. So, two things that happened. I entertained people behind me with my rendition of O Canada. And I sold the shit out of that. I might have to, the Blue Chase come back. Do we play them again? Is this their only, this is their only series? Shit. We got to go up there. Damn it, why can't we have more teams in Canada? Because I sold, man, oh man, I should have been videoing that. That, that. that bummed me out. And people said that was awesome. Then we're sitting there, right? And it's like a revolving door of people that are coming and sitting in these seats. Nobody's checking anybody's tickets. By the way, nobody's checking on people wearing masks either, which I loved. The first pitch was supposed to be Governor Wheels, but since Major League Baseball decided to side with Georgia and or ban the All-Star, he said, fuck you, Major League Baseball. So instead, they had a teeth. Look, they had some COVID nurse come out there. Her story is gut-wrenching and terrible. Then some teacher came out and some other gal came out. And the fucking broad that threw the first. You go from the governor to some middle school teacher in Arlington? Really? Wait, wait, wait a second. Hold on. Hold on. Really? You went from uh, the governor of Texas. To a middle school, and I'm not, I'm not trying to put down teachers. She would have been fine on like a Thursday afternoon game, I don't know, against like the Twins. Not opening fucking day of a brand new stadium. Where's Nolan? Where's W? Where's Jim Sunberg? Where's Yvonne Rodriguez? Don't give me some middle school teacher out of Arlington throwing out the first pitch. God bless her for being around and teaching kids. I think that's fantastic. But that was shit. That was as shit as this fucking calendar. All right. And then the Rangers lost. Yeah, that, that, that part's like, oh, okay. So it's a revolving door of people sitting next to us, right? I think it was about sixth inning. 
This guy comes, he sits like three seats or two seats down from me, and he, he's got boots on the outside of his jeans. He looks like just a derelict. And all of a sudden, his little white trash girlfriend sits down next to him. They ain't handicapped. They're, they're like 15. They're, well, they're in their 20s, obviously. And then their, their, their pal came. Their pal was kind of a big dude. But he was wearing a Rockies jersey. I, I got to tell you, I, I saw a guy there yesterday. I saw a bunch of people. One guy had a fucking Mike Schmidt jersey on, the Philadelphia Phillies, and a Phillies hat. Somebody was wearing an Aaron Judge Yankees jersey and a Yankees hat. Hey, hey, you're the fucking Ranger Toronto game. These are the teams playing. Represent one of them. God damn it. Don't wear your Mike Schmidt shit here. So, dude's in a Colorado Rockies jersey, right? And we're just sitting there. I'm not talking to him. I'm not saying. I'm not even looking at him. I'm watching the game. Good morning, hot mama. How are you? All of a sudden, dude has, like, sunflower seeds. And he goes, hey, would you like some? And I thought, oh, that was cool. He goes, there's whiskey in there. And I was like, no, I'm good, thanks. I hate sunflower seeds. I chew tobacco, thank you. I, I, I'll, I'll be good with my tobacco. Then, like like about 15, 20 minutes later, they decided to get up, and the big dude walks over to me. Now, this is all hand-to-God shit here. He gives me a fist bump. He goes, we're going over to Texas Live, and that's this little area where there's a bunch of bars and restaurants and shit. And it, it, he goes, hey, we're going to Texas Live. I, I, I want to buy you a beer. I'm like... Who the fuck is this guy? Does this guy know? Well, and I'm like, he doesn't know who I am because anybody who knows me knows I don't drink. And I said, no, man, I'm sober. I'm sorry. Tomorrow I celebrate 24 years of sobriety. And he goes, oh, I, all right, well, cool. And he gives me a fist bump again. He goes, I'll buy you a Coke. I'm like, yeah, okay. And they took off. And I'm like, and then this, this Mexican couple came down, right? Dude looked like he was in the Mayans biker gang. Motherfucker, I am not kidding. Hand to God here. Had a tattoo of a syringe going into his arm. Not kidding. But, you know, it's it, middle of between innings. <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm looking around. I look over, just glance. He's got a handful of her tit. He's just feeling her up right there. Honk, 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 honk. Pretty kids next to me. I'm like, check this shit out. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't start finger blasting the chick right there. I'm just like, shit. Brad Kidd says, I honestly thought you were going to say something uh, to the wrong jersey-wearing people. No. The only thing that almost made me say something yesterday, and by the way, by the way, once again, the Rangers, I don't know who's in charge of the entertainment at the games. I would gladly throw my hat in there. Oh, okay. One one more question for y'all. Okay. Think of all the artists that have come out of Texas. Yesterday was Pat Green's birthday. You know I like Pat Green, the country singer, right? And after every Rangers win, they play I Like Texas, his song. He was not the singer of the national anthem yesterday. Do you know who happened to sing yesterday's national anthem? Brand new ballpark, opening day. Any guesses?
let's see. Yeah, I've never understood that. Hey, it's a sporting event. I'm going to wear something sporty regardless of whether outfit is one of the teams playing or not. I'm wearing it. I, I don't get it. Texas banned vaccine passports still waiting on Newsom following Governor Wheels and DeSantis lead. Well, uh, fucking A, what's his name? Uh, Newsom will probably be fi- following uh, Boris Johnson's lead, the, the British prime minister who's looking into it. Uh, at least says Gwen Stefani. No, that would have been a fine choice. Cher? No. George Strait? God forbid they bring George out to sing. Nope. Boy Scout Troop 53? God, Kale, you don't know how fucking close you are. Michael Buble? I wish. Clay Aiken? I wish. Some random saxophone player. Just that, 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 some Adele? No, no. God damn it. You fucking dick. I would have taken her. Hello. Yeah, all right. It's me. Mm-hmm. We know it's you, honey. I was wondering if after all these years you'd like to me. No. Uh, Paul Abdul, I, I would take any of these people. They, they open up the center field gate, and he walks out, and he's got some kind of makeshift, not even official Ranger jersey on. You can't let the man even wear an official jersey? He's got some scrub swap meet edition Ranger jersey on. He did a good job on it with the, with the alto sax. But come on, you dropped the fucking ball. They had a great tribute to Charlie Pride, who was a part of the owner, Rangers ownership group, country music singer who died this year. All in all, great day. I, I, I do have to say, all in all, it was a fantastic day to be at the ballpark. I can't wait to go back. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, hopefully my stomach will be better next time and I can eat like, a, oh, we need to go on. Is it Nolan Ryan Tuesdays or Wednesdays? Hmm. Now, we all know that I'm taking tomorrow off, right? Tomorrow, my dad and I are playing golf together. You're saying, wait a second, your dad's dead. Yes, yes, he is quite dead. This is my first round back, and I'm playing at the Texas Rangers uh, golf course in Arlington. Shit, there's a Ranger game at 105. Okay, well, I'll be going the other way. I heard that the Dems may have Newsom take Feinstein's Senate seat in order to avoid the recall and then have a different Democrat run for governor. Well, wow. Well, here's the problem. I I can see that happening. We're going to start the show now. Okay. All right. There you go. There's my update from uh, the ballpark. I'll put some pictures up. Uh, Let let me do that right now. I'll put some pictures up. Uh, uh, Let's see. Uh, See, we go one, two, three. Oh, shit, I didn't do T-shirt time yet either. Okay. So, next. Uh, baseball time in Texas. All right, there you go. I shared that. Okay. Looking at the Globe Life pictures. That's cool. 
Yeah, there's the 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 crap bag. I tell I I love that picture I took of myself. There there I am sitting on a big ass glove, got the pumas rolling, ice cream, perfect. I don't have any sources. My roommate told me yesterday. Uh, let let me get back. That is, is it. T-shirt time or no no no. It is t-shirt time. I I I have to do that too. God damn it, Arnie. Man, oh, man, you are just slacking like a motherfucker today, ain't you? No, I don't want that. Why would I want that? No, 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 no. Where's the T-shirt now? I need to move that damn T-shirt time up in the picture. There it is. There we go. There's T-shirt time. There you go. Boom. Enough said this is one of the best t-shirts i've ever had i have to say that and i I, i'd add more to it i I just put up two posts now i I got my rangers posts you can find them on instabook or faceagram so i got that up i got t-shirt time up t-shirt time today uh oh wait hold on a second let's do the sound effect you see i'm all over the place today I didn't sleep too well last night. I'm mean, I, I'm feeling better this morning. That's good. It's t-shirt time. Yes. Both kind of t-shirts on. Yeah, it is twelve ten. It's t-shirt time. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Damn right, it is t-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. It's a beauty. So nice. T-shirt time. It's t-shirt time. Oh my God! Shut up. You shut up. I'm just trying to let everybody yeah. know so they put Leave their Pauly T-shirts. Leave alone, for God's sakes. Today's T-shirt, simple. It looks like a big picture of a pill, which it is. And it's a new pharmaceutical out there called Grow-A-Set. Ask your doctor about extra strength Grow-A-Set. If you can't take a joke, just take two of these. Bravo. Damn right. So there you go. T-shirt time is done. Thank you. Now, let's start the show, shall we? All right. Now I got to find all these goddamn stories that I had fucking dumped because damn Mixler screwing me over. So this will take a little while, but we'll go one at a time. Uh, Getting back to what Douglas says, he says, I don't have any sources, as my roommate told me this yesterday. Uh, it's, It's a smart play, but it's not. Well, it is and it isn't, but it is. You know what I mean? Because it's California. Look, if they do replace Dianne Feinstein's uh, Senate seat with the uh, the Joker, also known as Gavin, I don't know if people will reelect him for the Senate. I honestly don't. And I don't know who else they're going to have governor-wise as a Democrat. Kind of late in the game, isn't it? You got people like Major uh, Major Harris. Is that his name, Major Harris? I, I don't know. I don't live there anymore. You got people out there that are actually putting campaigns together and, and making a real run at this. And now they're just kind of like, well, we, we might do this, we might do that. I understand that your roommate said that. It, it's a smart move on their part because it keeps him in politics. But it, it's very, very ma- – ma- Major Williams, okay. It's very slimy. It, it, it's really a slimy move. And, yeah, all politicians are slimy. I agree. Um, I, I just don't know. I, I don't know if that would work for them that well. Uh, all right. Let, let's get to this fucking topic about B. 
baseball and and it, a friend of mine got into it a little bit with me yesterday and let let me explain my point we can all be mad at major league baseball for moving and i'm not telling you not to be mad i'm not telling you to boycott major league baseball if you want to boycott it you boycott it because of them moving the all-star game out of atlanta this year which by the way are you ready? They, they've called for the Masters not to be played. And, and by the way, we're only a couple days away, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're only a couple days away. Where the hell is the goddamn sound effect? Jesus, I am going to fucking blow a gasket today. I, 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 I hate technology. Hello, friends. Masters coverage begins here at ArnieRadio.com Thursday. From the lovely Augusta National Golf Course in Augusta, Georgia. I mean, they want to change the name of the tournament. They want to call it the Augusta National Tournament because Masters is too bad. Okay. Okay. Before I get on, hold on. Uh, Let me write that down. Masters too. Okay. Because we're losing words in the English dictionary, by the way. And by the way, words matter. I'm a big fan of words. I speak a lot, so I, I, I think words are very important. Uh, Georgia's going to lose about $100 million off the All-Star game. And that includes a lot of small businesses that need that money after 2020. I mean, I don't know if anybody realized, but the nation was shut down. Well, I'm Rob Manfred. Uh, oh, we're going to take the All-Star game because of these, these terrible voting restrictions. Showing an ID. Showing a goddamn ID. I talked to Jay last night, Jay Slater. Uh, Slater's Ding-A-Wing. Check it out. He's in Reno. If you're in Reno and you want good chicken wings, the best chicken wings in town, Slater's Ding-A-Wing. Um... Me and I had a half-hour conversation about all this bullshit last night. About all this cancel culture shit. And I got into it with a friend of mine on Instagram. If you want to get rid of if you want to boycott Major League Baseball, good for you. You're going to have to boycott the NBA. You're going to have to boycott NFL. You're going to have to boycott pretty much everything that you do in your life because they're, you know, they, they, look, be consistent. Be consistent. If you're going to boycott because you're mad at that, then you should boycott the NBA because of their refusal to speak about the atrocities happening in China. Yeah, I do have ADHD today. I swear to God. But hey, and pretty soon you're gonna have to you're gonna have to boycott everything. And I don't know if that's the plan from these fucking derelicts. I, I look if Major League Baseball doesn't want to have the All Star Game in Atlanta, don't have it in Atlanta. I I don't care. Just just stop lying about this restrictive voter thing. It's not restrictive at all. Jay brought up something last night, and uh, I I I'm giving him full credit. He said it on Monday, April fifth. Today is April sixth. He said after they get rid of this, they're going to make it to where you don't even have to register to vote. You just show up willy-nilly and vote. 
Well, because registering also is an infringement, isn't it? I wish Christopher was here and I could ask him that. Is registering to vote an infringement? Because there are people who live in bad areas that can't get out. You know, you know, you know what I mean? The far, I like this. Douglas just sent me this. The far-right strategy to suppress voters. It's a pie chart. They're all equal. The red says require citizenship. The yellow says require identification. The green says must only vote once. And the blue says must be alive. Boy, that's restrictive as fuck. Man, oh, man. I tell you what, I'm with them. Those new Georgia voting laws are bullshit. They want to change the master's title because the master's, of course. Oh, master's. Oh, that's just a slave master. Oh, my God. You can't say master's. Shut up. I, I, I've had it. You know what? Next time somebody says they're going to cancel something, shut up. You say you're going to cancel something in front of me, I'm going to fucking punch you in the mouth. I, I, I am. I, I'm willing to go to jail. This is America. Grow a fucking set of balls. I'm tired of this. This can't. This hurts my feelings. Fuck you. You hurt my feelings. Can I cancel you? Does that mean I can kill everybody that hurts my feelings? I gotta, go, gotta make a trip to St. Louis then. But Senate Minority Leader Bitch McConnell blasted companies for parroting Joe Biden's now debunked claims, including that Georgia's new voting law is Jim Crow on steroids. What an asshole! Does he even know what Jim Crow laws are? The most racist president we've ever had! I will fight you on that. The man's mentor was the grand poobah of the Ku Klux Klan. The man passed a crime bill in the 90s under Bill Clinton that went after super predators, a.k.a. blacks. But showing an ID to vote is Jim Crow era. Fuck you! Adam J. Buenos dias, amigo. How are you, my friend? Jim Crow on steroids? Are you kidding? I did not hear that phrase. This is the first time I'm seeing that. Oh, my God. Jim Crow on steroids. Do you even... He doesn't know what Jim Crow was because he wasn't marching in Selma. He doesn't even know what Jim Crow is. He thinks Jim Crow is a guy he used to drink with in the 70s. What did we do as Americans? I I mean, are we that bad of people that we get this guy as our president? The left can say all the bad things about Donald Trump and his tweets and the things he said. And his cockiness. 
But he wasn't a fucking... I, I mean, he's a politician, so he's going to lie sometimes. Yes, of course he... But not such a bold-faced liar as Joe Biden. By the way, did you see that hooker wife of his? Hold on a second. Yeah, let, let, let's see. Uh, did y'all see what Dr. Jill was wearing when she got off of Air Force One? Uh, Dr. Jill. Uh, fishnets. Mm-hmm. There you go. Boy, oh, boy. Let me just tell you, this is just classing up the White House right here. Jill Biden gets off of Air Force One looking like Keisha. Keisha is, is a walking STD, by the way. Everybody wanted to bash Melania Trump because she couldn't speak. At least she was hot. She wasn't whorish like this gal. That's right. I just called the first lady a whore. Sorry, not sorry. Skank. think anybody's ever called a first lady of the United States of America a skank before. I will proudly <laughs> I will proudly wear that as a badge of honor to be the first person to ever call a sitting first lady a skank. God damn. Get off the plane. Were you sucking the pilot's dick? Oh no, that was Kamala. Oh, okay. Hey, Zeus Christmas, man. I swear to God. Dude. <laughs> all right. Now, yesterday, uh, we're going to be all over the place because now I have to go around. I, I had I had everything put in place, but then I had to shut my computer off. This is why you don't fly Spirit Airlines. When you can get a flight from New York to, to Miami for like $11, Oh, Harrison, Harrison, I love you, brother. Before we get to Spirit Airlines, let's talk about last night's national title game, shall we? Where the Baylor Bears fucking routed, routed Gonzaga. Gonzaga was undefeated. I think my old... uh, Algebra 2 teacher, Coach Davis, who I'm still in touch with today, was a graduate assistant on the last undefeated national championship team, the Indiana Hoosiers. So, bravo. Baylor wins national championship. Now, Harrison says, where's the cancel culture? And they're like, wait, what, what, what about Baylor? Well, let's, let's look at Baylor. Let's go back in time, shall we? Do, do, do you mind taking a little trip? I don't mind. Oh, I, I, I can remember it. <sighs> Where's the fucking harp? Wh- what did I do with the harp? Is there a harp? Bubba, Bubba, where's the harp? God damn it. There it is. Right. Football team, we'll go way back first. The football team had this coach named Art Bryles. Art Bryles seemed like he was a good old boy from the South, good old Texas boy, good coach. He actually got Baylor to win. 
and actually get nationally recognized. Baylor's always been, well, uh, uh, how should I say this? A shit-tard school. That's what it is. As far as sports go, Baylor's never been really good at anything except girls basketball. So y'all can have that. Did not allow dancing on the campus until about 2007, 2008. No joke. No, you could not dance on campus. Major, a huge Baptist university. Well, this big religious school that Baylor is has Art Bryles as their head coach. And that is where we first learned the phrase rape culture from. Because pretty much he was allowing his football team along with the administration at Baylor, including a former United States, uh, I I guess, prosecutor, Kenneth Starr. Kenneth Starr was the dean of that school. And they all looked the other way. Well, when the investigations came out, Art Bryles will never coach in Division I again because he looked the other way. He knew of all these stories. He was like, ah, they're my football team. Let them go. And the cops in Waco let him go. Then, let's fast forward maybe a few years. Well, maybe around the same time. Maybe around the same time. They had a basketball coach named Dave Bliss. Now, Dave Bliss has never been a coach to really, I don't know, play by all the rules. I don't want to say he was a dirty coach. But when he was at SMU, they had a giant recruit come out of the city of Dallas. His name was Larry Johnson. Remember him? Grandmama in the NBA. Played for the Charlotte Hornets. Awesome basketball player. Went to UNLV. Well, why did he go to UNLV? Well, let's get in the heart. Because Dave Bliss was the head coach at SMU at the time, Larry Johnson only cared about basketball. Didn't care about going to class. Didn't care about anything. So when the SATs... came out, he had to take the SAT to get into college. Well, when they were doing the SATs, and Larry Johnson is one of the big rules, this is a true story, the big rule why you have to show an an ID. I know you're suppressing people's learning by having to show an ID. Uh, They asked, excuse me, who are you? They said Larry Johnson, and they asked for the kid's ID. Well, it turned out he wasn't Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson at the time in high school was 6'6", like two. 40, black, the Larry Johnson taking the SAT that day, not a joke, a five foot four Asian. SMU pretty much let Dave Bliss go after that. Then he resurfaced at Baylor, and I do believe that there was a murder on campus, and Dave Bliss covered that up. <laughs> no, true story. And now everybody is excited that, oh, Baylor, Baylor is so great. What a beautiful campus. What a beautiful stadium. I drove by that stadium finally a few weeks ago at Baylor. Let me just say this right now. I wouldn't take a shit in that stadium. I hate Baylor. I hate Texas A&M. Tech I feel bad for. Yeah, Harrison, I love you, buddy. And you went to Tech, and I respect that. I know a lot of people that went to Tech. I just feel bad for Tech. I don't have the, uh, the, the, the gut-wrenching hate that I have for A&M, Baylor, and Oklahoma. 
Oh, man. I'm late. Is your uh, is your voice a little bit hoarse? A little bit. A little bit. I was yelling yesterday at the uh, Ranger game. There we go. Now it's better. Uh, so, yeah. Art was rumored to be the new coach after Kingsbury at Tech. Luckily, they went with Matt Wells at Utah State. Yeah. Thank God. Otherwise, fucking Tech would be in the, in the jailhouse now. But, yeah, Baylor. Everybody's, yeah, oh, Baylor's so great. Yeah, fuck Baylor. Fuck Baylor. Yeah, I'm good, good for them. They got a national title. Only a second basketball national title in the state of Texas ever. First one was. Anybody know? Oh, I, I talked about the rapes at Baylor. That was under Art Bryles, yeah. Art Bryles did the rapes. Dave Bliss did the murders. Texas Westland, also known as UTEP. It's that movie, uh, Glory Road. Good movie. UTEP was the first integrated team, played against uh, Kentucky's Adolph Rupp. Pat Riley was on the Kentucky team. Former head coach of the Lakers, he played for that Kentucky team that lost lost to Texas Wesleyan. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool stuff there. Uh, By the way, the new head coach of the Texas Longhorns signed a $35 million deal with his alma mater yesterday. By the way, he took over at Tech, who'd only been in two two, uh, Final Fours or whatever, not even Final Fours tournaments. In the past 10 years, and he took him to the final four in like four years with nothing. The Longhorns did pretty damn well this year. The, the cupboards are full there. Woo, we might see a two for next year. Just saying. Okay. Now, back to Spirit Airlines. Unless you guys have stuff out there you want to talk about. I, I can talk about anything. You guys throw me a topic, I'll talk about it. If that's the way you want to do things today, I, I, hey, I'm, I'm just happy to be sober for 24 years today. That's a, that's all I'm worried about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, Dave, that's funny. That is funny. He sent me a, a picture. It says, remember, male to female. And it says, Gal, electricians doing work or, or, or people at a plant doing work. Why do you assign the gender type to the electoral elements? Let them decide who be who they want to be. That's funny. And he says, uh, oh, yeah, congratulations. Thanks, buddy. Good morning, sassy Pammy. All right, so Spirit Airlines, once again, a family. An entire family was threatened to be kicked off a plane. Hold on. I want to, I want to, where'd the video of this go? Here it is. Here we go. Here's the video. This ought to be good. Why? I have no sounds. I swear to God, computers suck. No, I don't want discovery. Okay, great, 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 great. There's Bubba in the background, shaking and getting spit and slobber everywhere. Dickhead. 
I mean, good boy. Good boy. There you go. Slobber on the couch. Okay. Is this fucking ad ever going to end? Here we go. Finally. Okay, no problem. Just tell me what we did. Okay, they're, they're kicking him off because they're not compliant with the masks. The mother's wearing the mask. The father's wearing the mask. A two-year-old child is not wearing a mask, and I can see right now in the video the child is eating, which they have said on airplanes is allowed. Let's see how the video continues. In the clip, the man takes his mask off, and his two-year-old daughter eats a snack on his wife's lap. Guys, was not wearing a mask all the time for everybody? I'm sorry. You're not wearing it right now while I'm talking, dumb fuck. They were kicked off the flight after the flight attendant said the child needed to wear a mask. Well, it was eaten. They say their website is uh, face coverings uh, may only be removed for eating, drinking, or taking medication. When done eating, drinking, okay, the kid was eating. So they, they fucked up there. They lost there. Hey, Spirit Airlines, you're going to get sued. They're going from Orlando to Atlantic City. Oh, no. And it's a Jewish family? Oy vey. Oy vey. They, this, is, this is not going to end well for fucking Spirit Airlines. Wow. And by the way, the mom with the two-year-old on her lap, just so happens to be pregnant. <laughs> oh, man. that's just, you, you can't make shit like that up. I sent you a story of Biden considering working on Trump's wall. That's ironic, don't you think? Isn't it ironic? Don't you think? Yeah, a little bit. He's going to work on the wall. Why? Why? We want migrants coming over here. We want COVID. Captain Super Spreader himself. Uh, I think the Rangers having 38,000 people in a baseball stadium is dangerous and, and Neanderthalish. Yet, we have about that many people at the border right now living in fucking in, in, in cages. You keep going there, Super Spreader. I know, right? <laughs> Why does the music accompanying this story sound like soft porn prelude? I, you know what? I can answer that question. Because I, w- I would imagine that that music is free. There's, some, there, there's a lot of music you can get on the internet, if you want to put it on, on your, your story, that is, uh, it, it's, it's all, it's, there's no licensing needed for it, and that they'll find shit like that. That's why. The wall will keep us from leaving when gas gets at $5 a gallon. What, next week? Shit. Harrison says, thoughts on the new Ranger Stadium? Any celebrity sightings? Uh, No, I did not look into a mirror, so I didn't see any celebrities. No celebrity sightings yesterday. Uh Uh-uh. I mean, they didn't even put, like, I would imagine that W was at the game. I hope. They didn't show him. They didn't show Nolan there. They didn't show Troy Aikman there. They, They didn't show anybody. So uh, the stadium, though, the stadium is fucking fantastic. The stadium is awesome. Awesome. I, and I only went to, like, my area. I, I'm going to do a tour of that stadium. It, 
It does look like a barbecue, though. <laughs> I've been I've been holding this back for such a long time. The new Ranger Stadium, when the roof is closed, and the roof was open yesterday. God, it was such a beautiful day yesterday. Uh, and, and I heard these idiots leaving, and they, they're like, "Well, it's a good game, nice day, blah blah blah." I, I can't wait to come to another day game. And this fucking mouthy broad goes, "Oh yeah, I'm sure I'll come to another day game in July." Where it's a thousand degrees outside. It's a fucking retractable roof, you stupid ass. They have air conditioning, dummy. Otherwise, they'd still be playing at the perfectly good stadium right across the street. That I'll say that that is the weirdest thing now about going to Arlington. Growing up, Arlington used to be what seemed like a hundred miles away from me. Because there wasn't a whole lot in between downtown Dallas until you got to about Grand Prairie. You had the Trinity River, which always smelled like shit. Now, there's shit everywhere. It, it literally takes me, it, it, I didn't realize, it only ever took us like 25 minutes to ever get to the stadium. Traffic, maybe 45 minutes. Took us about 30 minutes yesterday. It, it, it just craziness, but it, it's weird when you go into Arlington. Like you're you're still like seven miles away. You can see the top of AT and T Stadium where the Cowboys play. You're like fuck, I'm close, and that's big, goddamn. And then when you pull in, you really can't see Ranger Stadium because you see the old ballpark, not the old old ballpark that's torn down. With all my childhood memories, thank you, Texas Rangers. When I was a junior ranger, I was. Parents signed me up for that. I had the batting glove every single year. It was fucking awesome. But now when you see the stadium and the roof is closed, unlike that stupid bitch not knowing that the roof can close there, it looks like a fucking barbecue. It likes you, It looks like what the way that opens, you just pull it up and you put meat on top of it. It's funny. Douglas says $5 is low. Biden, I'm sure, wants the gas prices much higher than that. Well, I think this is the plan of the Democrats, personally. This is, and this is my own thought. They want to raise gas prices so much that it's going to force you into buying an electric car. Now, I know there are a lot of people out there that already have uh, electric cars. Uh, okay, great. Uh, but. I think what he's trying to do is make it to where it's too expensive to drive a gas-powered car. And you're going to be forced to buy whatever wind, solar, you know, fart, you know, engineered car that they have out there. That's what I see happening. I mean, they want to get rid of fossil fuels by 2035. That's 14 years. Come on. As our... Dimension-filled leader would say, Come on, man. You ain't going to get that shit done. Speaking of our lost leader, he has now defended his corporate tax heights, looking to raise corporate taxes to 28% which is what's going to pay for the $2 trillion infrastructure plan. Here's the problem. 
And he says, oh, businesses aren't going to leave. Uh, Joe. Joe, 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 Joe. The higher you raise the taxes for business, first of all, if they don't leave, that means they will fire employees. I don't understand why the Democrats and why people, I I won't even say the Democrats because you you get a lot of these, a bunch of these assholes that want to raise taxes and they want to do all this bullshit, right? Um... Do you not realize what that's going to do? This is my favorite thing, having a conversation with some idiot that wants to defund the police. And then they'll try to say, well, that doesn't mean the police are going to get fired. (laughs) No, 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 no. That's the first thing that happens, you see. You see, the biggest thing in any city's budget is employees. Whether it's the fire department budget, whether it's the police department budget, whether it's the city works department budget, the number one thing that, that the number one thing is salaries and what they pay their employees. And the same goes for businesses. So if they raise the corporate tax and the, ta- the corporation has to pay more taxes, that means they have less money to pay employees, which means in turn, employees will be fired. Once again, after a year, of everything being locked the fuck down. Who in their right political mind? This this is, a, and I'm being totally serious here. After a year of being locked down, businesses left and right going out of business. There are corporations that have gone out of business due to COVID. Why, oh why? Would you go to the, the corporations that were able to survive COVID and say, hey, we know that 2020 sucked, but we got to raise your taxes 6%. Because I believe the corporate tax right now is 22%, 22, 23%. Trump lowered taxes, but increased the actual amount of taxes that the government collected. Weird, huh? Yeah. Isn't that strange? Well, and here's the deal. He lowered taxes but increased the actual amount. Do you know why? That right there is because businesses came back to America. When you get, if there are 100 businesses, let's say there are 100 businesses in America, and you lower the taxes by 6%, and now you have 200 businesses, you have increased without raising taxes. Because corporations have moved back to America. If I was the the Beacons company, you know, the movers, I'd be excited as shit right now to be helping all these corporations get the fuck out of Dodge. And I know, I, I think I said this last week, is this the way it's going to be now? Is America nothing more than a ping pong match? All right, the left is in charge. Well, there goes the businesses. They're gone. And then four years later, oh, here comes a Republican lowering corporate taxes. Boom. The businesses are coming back. And then four years later, look at that. we got to raise the corporate taxes again. Boom. Ball's in your court. After a while, wouldn't you just stay away? I would. I'd get tired of moving. I think it would happen maybe once. 
if this is the 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 new norm that they're going to do. Like I said, if you're a corporation in America and you survived COVID, I say hats off to you. Congratulations. Now they're going to raise your taxes. Way to survive for a while, but fuck you. We get, we we got to get our infrastructure done. So dumb, so goddamn dumb. I I just don't get it anymore. Uh, speaking of our uh, president and our fearless leaders, let's uh, let let let's talk about the Indian giant Kamala. Where's that story? There she is. By the way, yesterday was day twelve. Without a news conference, without even talking about the border crisis. Now, there was a report that she was in Arizona yesterday. Uh, Kamala's wrong border. It's not the Arizona border where the crisis is happening. I mean, I imagine their border sucks balls, too. But the big crisis is here in Texas. You should have come here. I don't know, maybe 12 days ago when you were put in charge of it by your boss, the man. I, 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 is anybody working there in Washington? Like, seriously, seriously I, I, have you guys noticed? These two are never together. These two are never working on anything. They're not out in the press. It's like they're hiding them away. Oh, I love this. This is fantastic. This is a new list of, thank you, Douglas. The new list for ter- for journalists now that Biden is president. Evil, nuanced. Nuanced is the new word for evil. Misspeak is the new word for lie. Strong assertion is the new phrase for baseless claim. Bold leadership is the new phrase for overreach. Kids in cages, they aren't saying anything. Reckless spending is now an investment in America. Warmongering is also presidential. The updated turn is woke. The old one it's replacing is racist, and peace stands for war. Strength is the new word for ignorance. This conversation I had with Jay last night was very, very interesting. Dude, I've been checking on Drudge, and it's crickets. Nothing is getting done. Isn't it? I mean, isn't it fascinating? These two are hardly ever really on the news. They show, you know, file footage of them. Are they are they playing like, I don't know, Minesweeper all the time in the Oval Office? Is that all they do? What are they doing? I, I just would like to know. It's amazing to me to watch the lies that are being told to us American people by the media. So Jay and I are talking last night, and we're, we're, we're talking a lot about all this shit. And he's bringing up great point, and I'm bringing up great point. It, it, you just got to sit back and, and go, what the fuck? 
We talked about how Saturday Night Live, the Steelers that they are, fucking criminals. You steal one more of my bits? I'm just saying, and I am preaching to God right here. If one more of my bits gets stolen by Saturday Night Live, I am going to get a plane ticket. Uh, This is very Alec Baldwin, me, talking to his daughter. Hashtag find the video clip. Uh, I'm going to get a, a ticket and fly on an airplane to New York City. New York City! I'm going to stand in line waiting to get into Saturday Night Live for their live broadcast. And then once they start the live broadcast on the East Coast, I will interrupt Colin Jost during Weekend Update and yell, you're nothing more than a fucking joke thief! I'm not kidding. If I get thrown in jail, maybe I'll see, you know, Stabler in, 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 in NYPD. Maybe I'll run into Tom Selleck. Maybe I'll go to 1PP. Stop stealing my fucking jokes. And, and by the way, by the way, everybody needs to get stop, stop getting butt hurt at jokes. Remember my phrase yesterday? Comedy is not meant to be politically correct. It's supposed to be the answer and or anecdote to political correctness. Arnie states 2021. It, our, 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 I don't even know what to say anymore. I mean, look, I, I'm just sitting on for the ride. I think it's fantastic. I think it's fantastic. We get to watch America burn down. And, and if you think I'm being serious about being fantastic, no, that's what's called fucking sarcasm. How do you think? Yeah, you know, uh, this time of year always makes me think about my dad. And reading the letters when he came back from Korea and the things that he wrote when he was in Korea, Gave me a whole new appreciation for my dad and a new respect for my dad. He, he never wanted to really talk about his time in the service. He would tell me a little bit here and there. But I learned it was one of those things that you didn't really ask him. You, you never went in and go, hey, did you kill anybody? And reading those letters, my dad was 21 years old at the time when he caught a man's torso in his platoon. By the way, the only married guy in his platoon he caught the man's upper half of his body because he stepped on the landmine. My dad was 21 years old. How do you think a 21-year-old today could handle that? And I, like, I, I really do hope that the military is still military strong, but I just want you to think of a regular 21-year-old that you know. Do you think there's any way they could handle that? I mean, the men and women that do serve, they're a part of this this world that I live in. I live in this glass box that says break when needed. And I'm happy. I, 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 I'm happy to share that with other people like the military and things like that. Because pretty soon y'all are going to come knocking. All these cities that are having second thoughts about their defunding of the police department because crime has run rampant 
And I don't know, but I think... Uh, well, I don't want to sound yeah, like a dickhole, but I, I told you so. I did. I did say that was going to happen. Yeah, that's weird. That's weird. How many, how many people are going to have to get killed? How many women are going to have to be raped? How many kids are going to have to be kidnapped? Before we kind of sit back and go, wait a second. Wait a second. All this fucking willy-nilly dude being a pussy shit. Of us canceling everything because oh my gosh, like like, like there, there's an awful show on TV, and I caught it one day. And if they have like a marathon on, I'll watch a couple of them. And it's the Real Housewives of Dallas. Now I watch this show for one reason: see if I know anybody on the show, see where they are. So I'm telling you this right now. If I see them out and about shopping and they got a camera crew around them, I'm fucking that shit up. Might throw feces at them. Because these women do not represent the great state of Texas whatsoever. They're a bunch of mouthy, whimpering, fucking children that have more money than God. This one old gal who ain't on the show no more. I, 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 did, I saw this happen. So they went and they got this friend on the show, right? And she's a Mexican gal. She's a blonde-haired Mexican lady. And she's a very proud Mexican woman. And I think you should be proud of whatever heritage you are. She's come out and said, I am Mexican strong. I am Mexican strong. Blah, 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 blah. Well, this old gal, this, uh, this other old gal who ain't Mexican but from Dallas, she don't like the Mexican gal. They don't get along. So she, because I guess she said some things and it hurt the Mexican gal's feelings. And she goes, oh, what happened to you? Are you not Mexican strong? I, I mean, come at me, Chica. Are you not? I, she didn't even say Chica. And some of the people on that show, like there's a guy on that show that I just want to assault. Oh, I want to assault this little five foot five bastard. Oh, I don't like this. I, I don't like him at all. But he told his wife, who is, by the way, just a fucking money hoe. That's all she is. She's like six inches taller than him, which means she obviously married him because she knew he had money. And his family's worth like half a billion dollars. He's like, I don't, I don't want you associating with her. I don't want you talking to her. She's a racist. Why? Because she called somebody from Mexico a Mexican? How is that right? Can somebody explain that to me? Here, here's Jeopardy music. Why is it racist to call somebody from Mexico a Mexican? Ready to hear your answers. As soon as I find, where did that go? I really have to get in here and fix these sound effects badly. Badly. Is that? God damn it. What is that? 
Well, we'll just put it right here for right now. Uh, let's see. There's that one. No, that's not it. March 22nd. Uh, that one's it, right? No, that one's not it. Oh, is it under answer the question? Uh-huh. There it is. There we go. Okay, now I found it for the next story. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's not. They just want us to think that it is so they can make you feel bad when you say it. So if you're from Syria, what do I call you? I can't call you a Sir- Syrian. I can't call anybody from Iran an Iranian. Because I can't call somebody from Mexico a Mexican? Well, I'm from America. I'm an American. I'm a Texan. EGB3 says it isn't unless you're white. Yeah, okay. Call them essay. Yeah, oh, yeah, I'll get away with that. I, it, we throw, oh, my God, he's wearing white after Labor Day. What a racist. Dude, everything, I mean, honestly, now, everything is racist. You have to change everything. Do we not remember that they wanted, I think it was in San Francisco. They don't call them manhole covers anymore. It's not right. There are women that have gone down those. Shut up. Just shut up. There's not no more manual labor. There would be people labor. The correct term for them is towelhead. Okay, thank you, Straight Fire. Maybe they'd like spick or beaner better. Yeah. I mean, am I missing something? Am I racist because if I know somebody who's from Mexico and I call them Mexican? This whole idea of being fucking racist over everything, it, 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 it's comical. It's comical that it's racist, it's sexist. Everything, everything has an is to it now. I don't get it. In a generation raised by South Park and Family Guy, How is it that any of you motherfuckers are offended by anything? I would just like to know. Please. Please. Just just tell me. Let's see if I can find it. I had it. Did I delete that thing? I think I'm, oh, no, that ain't it. Damn it, that. Something like only in America could a kid who's wearing a pair of $150 tennis shoes talking on a $1,200 cell phone while drinking a $6 latte is oppressed. Boy, that's rich, isn't it? That, oh, here it is. Only in America. This is George Darunda who said this. Only in America 
Can you find a kid wearing $150 tennis shoes, drinking a $5 cup of coffee, typing on his $1,000 cell phone, complaining on social media that he is oppressed and that capitalism has failed? Let me just say this right now. To, to that kid over there, I, I, I also I, I ain't afraid to do this right here. That's not on that one either. I guarantee. That little uh, Husafov who lives in Shittistan over there in the third world would kill for a pair of fucking grocery store tennis shoes on his feet. That motherfucker would probably give up all 72 virgins if you got him a pair of Keds. You give that bitch a pair of Air Jordans, Fuck, he might convert to Christianity. Doug says, AOB, which do you prefer? I prefer American. Uh, yeah, because you're an American with Mexican heritage. Uh, my grandpa regularly walks up to this guy uh, from Fro Fiji and tell him he's going to put him in a pine box and send him back to Africa. He does not know this man. <laughs> Jesus. From Fiji? Okay. Wow, that's that's not good. Your grandpa? That's that. My grandma would have done the same thing, but uh, yeah. Uh, oh, we got to talk about our, our little friend here. Our, our, our little friend, uh, Jen Pasecki. White House Press Secretary Jen Pasecki said President Biden will continue to advocate for ways to make it easier to vote while refusing to walk back his past comments about a new Georgia voting law that has since been fact-checked. Hey, Jen. Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. Yeah, fucking skank. God almighty. I just, I'm tired of being lied to every single time they open up their damn mouth. God, I would, I would love if there was a member of the press that when Jen Psaki said something like that. So shut up, bitch. It would go like this. So shut up, bitch. Don't change the subject. Just answer the fucking question. That's all we want. Last month, the president said the new law in Georgia would end voting at 5 p.m., making it difficult for people working. The Washington Post, however, claimed that for uh, claim they gave him four Pinocchios. Oh, wow. Okay, there's a new rating system in fact-checking. Uh, because the section of the law gives counties the option to extend voting hours. Oh. Oh. swing You dumb old fucking man. We got a dumb old man who, I, I shouldn't call him dumb. The man is senile. The man has lost his brain. And the rest of the world knows it, and they're laughing at us. He and his fucking skank wife and that trailer park hussy of a fucking vice president that we have right now who can't be bothered to do her job of figuring out this fucking migrant situation. By the way, hey, Kamala, uh, 
If you can't hear this, I'm sorry. I'm patting my belly. Because that's how the Ugandan giant used to communicate. So maybe the Indian giant will, will, will understand this. The way to solve the problem is do not suck all the dicks. Okay? Okay, real, just real fast. Kamala, <laughs> Kamala, that's not the way to end the way. Like, if you're on your knees and you're giving out blowies left and right, and I mean, you know, you're, you're fucking showering in it. That's not the way to fix this situation. I know that's your usual go-to. But you can't do it this time. And by the way, she can't be bothered enough to go down there. And by the way, I, I do wish, I do wish, I, talking to Jay about this last night, I truly do wish that someone would have called out Anderson Cooper and Joe Biden after Joe Biden said there was no vaccine when he got into office. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, that's a fact check. That, that, that will be the biggest missed fact check I've ever seen in my life. That should be criminal. Honestly, and I'm being totally serious. Look at this. I, I, I get in this. I'll read these all day. Uh, congrats on your sobriety. 24 years is very impressive. I will have 129 days today. That's awesome. Great job. Have a great day and keep doing it. Great job. You. I'm glad I said the word you there. Uh, a little off-ramp here. That show's coming back to Netflix, I believe, this week. Your your great hard work. Great hard work. I just, I, I just want to make sure that I'm right about that. Yeah, you is supposed to be coming out. If you haven't watched the first two seasons of you, I would say go binge that shit right now. That was a kick-ass show. It takes a couple episodes to get into, but once you get into it, you're like, damn. Damn. Let's see. Okay. March, 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 March. Okay. Let's see. Thunder Force. Don't want to see that. Synchronic. No. 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 There's Dark City. Nope. Stand in. Nope. I'm not seeing you anywhere. I heard it was starting this weekend. Somebody better not told me a falsy. I'll look it up during the break. If I even take a break. Uh, let's see. Uh, I prefer American as well, but I don't care. People think I'm a different race. Like, I've been mistaken as Middle Eastern, and I have no heritage from that region as I have done a DNA test. I'm generally European descent with some South, Afri- uh, South American sprinkled in. 100% American mutt. Uh, German. Uh, not German. German. Irish. I think we have a little German, like like maybe there's like one or two percent. My sister's done all the DNA stuff. Mama's family comes from Ireland. Dad's family mostly comes from Ireland, so right there. Uh, all right, so yeah, here here these two are hardly at work, spending your tax dollars like it's fucking like it's free. Well, for them it is. Let's see. Uh, Oh, this this ought to interest some people here. Yeah, this this is pretty good. Got it like, uh, where is it at? Wow. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is going to benefit personally. 
from President Biden's $2 trillion spending bill. And here's how she's going to do it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's crooked-ass husband, Paul, invested between half a million and a million dollars in a famous electric company, Tesla. Due to the massive electric car subsidies proposed in Biden's infrastructure plan, Tesla is poised to be the big winner from Biden's plan should it go through. Wouldn't that be insider trading? Just saying. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? And and let, let me just tell you, if this does get investigated, that Nancy Pelosi's husband is going to make a shit ton of money because he invested in Tesla, and this deal comes through, I will guarantee you, motherfuckers, Ah, guaranteed. There will be an investigation. And the only thing that I think could happen is this. Nancy Pelosi's husband will go to prison because Nancy Pelosi will pull the William H. Macy. I had no idea what he was doing. William H. Macy was married to Felicity Huffman, who lied and bribed people to get her kids into a better school. William H. Macy said, nope, wasn't me. Now, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe it was brilliance on his part because he didn't want to get cornholed. If you don't think Nancy Pelosi is capable of throwing her husband under a bus, oh, you better wake the hell up. I mean, I think the Pelosi's are worth something like $197 million. Just real quick, how do you get that on a senator's salary or a representative's salary? Maybe like $250,000 a year? $190,000? Okay, wait, I, I, I got my phone right here. Let's see. Let, let, let's get the cat. $197 million divided by $250,000. It would take her 788 years to acquire that much money. Now, when something is that off like that, you know something's wrong. <laughs> is it, that's just like that Frank to do some shit like that, yeah? Uh, her chief of staff told Fox News the speaker did not have any involvement with the purchase nor prior knowledge of it. Well, well, oh, wait, wait, something's going off in here. Something is just, where did it go? What in the hell is going on with the damn sound effects? Shit's moving on its own? Where is it? That was bullshit. It's on page one now? That's why it's fucked up. Yeah, okay. Now I got it fixed. Now it's where it's supposed to be. Well, I have no idea how he got, uh, oh, wow, that's weird. He invested in that. that well, really, I can't. <laughs> really. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, hold on a second here. She says, 
She did not have any prior knowledge or involvement with it. Now, let me ask you all something. All you people that are married or have long-term relationships, okay? If you were to invest a half a million to a million dollars, wouldn't you talk that over with your spouse? Wait, didn't Dr. Fauci invest in masks just before he told everyone to wear masks? No, that was Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom did the exact same thing. He had just signed a deal with a company in China to produce the masks, to buy the masks, and then all of a sudden it was a mask mandate. You're not far off, Cowboys girl. Not, no, not far off at all. I don't know what to do. There's nothing we can do. These people in, in Washington, D.C., we can try to vote them out. But all they do is change the rules on voting. So they can't leave. We can't have a... a, a an election in this country anymore without there being some sort of controversy. I don't know what happened the first 200 years we were a, we, we were a state or a, a, a nation. Were there a lot of bad bumps in the road? Yes, we didn't allow women to vote. We didn't allow blacks to vote. At first, we only allowed landowners to vote. And it's been changing ever since then. And rightfully so. We should allow everyone of age to vote. Who is registered? They will be going after that, too. That's oppressive. Having to register to vote is oppressive. No, I wouldn't want to know what my husband was investing in. She, he does some sketchy things. I have a separate bank account. I don't allow my boyfriend access to my account, so no, I wouldn't tell him. Okay. Not if I was worth what they're worth. According to that logic, I'd have to check before buying lunch. All right. You guys have to remember uh, when I was married to Satana, yeehawsnapchat.com. She was supposed to call into the show today. Damn it. Damn it, damn it, damn it. Uh, She would call, literally, I'd be on the golf course that was a mile away from my house, Lincoln Hills. Shout out, Lincoln Hills. She would either call or text me at least 14 times around. Not kidding. Not kidding at all. I, I, are you cheating on me? Uh, Cowboys girl says voter ID. Amen. That's what we need. That's what we need. By the way, I'm going to be on a, a pod. I don't know when the podcast comes out. I'm going to be on some dude's podcast tonight. We're recording it. Uh, what's the name of it? Five, Force 5 Podcast. Force 5 Podcast. I'll be on that tonight, so check it out. Uh, okay. I, I'm saving the best story for, for last, which is after this one right here. Georgia governor slams Stacey Abrams' biggest flip-flopper since John Kerry on the Georgia boycotts. So, uh, precious there. Hey, y'all want to call me racist for calling this fat bitch precious and call me racist? I don't care. How about that? Cancel culture has been coming after me forever. 
Who knows? Maybe someday they'll catch me. I'm not going to say it's never. I think that you guys all have your head screwed on straight. And you guys know that when I make jokes or I play sound effects, they're in jest. I don't want to kill a group of people based on what religious they religion they believe in. I could give two shits about color of skin. Is there racism out there? Oh, God, yeah, there is. But white on other races is not the only racism that's out there. And if you're one of these people that believe that only white people can be racist, then that's a pretty racist statement on your part. Unfucking believable. Anyway, so Precious here was very, very happy when Major League Baseball pulled the All-Star game from Atlanta because she says, oh, this voter suppression, which it's not, it is not Jim Crow on steroids. And then the reality of it hit. The reality of losing the All-Star game in Atlanta is close to $100 million. $100 million. The, the state of Georgia, let alone the city of Atlanta, is missing out on. Don't be afraid to call them racist. They would not hesitate to call you one. Now, no, here's the thing. Ken Dog, I appreciate that. No. They're as racist as fuck. But racist has been fucking watered down so much. Do you know what they are? They're pedophiles. That's what they are. They're okay with pedophilia. Hey, if we can just say shit, and by the way, if I get in trouble for this, I'll say it wasn't me. wasn't me. No, that wasn't me. I love America, but I hate our country. I really, really do. I truly, truly do. I know there was another cop killed and he was stabbed, right, by a black guy. Jay brought this up last night. How how funny is it that the narrative changes so, so much? That, oh, a bunch of angry, racist, bitter white guys, they, 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 they committed treason and terrorism by January 6th. And, and oh, the Asian hate crimes, which I still, I, I, Ask family. I, I'm I'm being totally serious here, I, and and I I need need help with this. Do y'all see it? And is there truly this rage against Asians right now in America? We keep hearing about all these these Asians that are marching, saying "Stop killing us! Stop beating us!" Is there really that big a problem going on? the question the question was easy is there really a lot of anti-asian bashing going on 
I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Uh, Douglas says no. Straight Fire says no, absolutely not. It's just a, a story to keep Americans' eyes on the government. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, Straight Fire. Media is running the stories to propagate the, that message. I agree. Freddie Kid says it was about to be last night when Panda was out of broccoli beef. <laughs> no, they've always been terrible drivers. I mean, there's always been jokes. I mean, that's great. We used to enjoy jokes. We used to enjoy stereotypes. You know, ha, 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 Asians can't drive. Ha, 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 blondes are dumb. Ha, 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 this group likes tamales. Ha, 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 this group likes fried chicken. We used to laugh about them. You know why we laugh? Because they're words. The racist people out there, and I I imagine that there are some people out there that struggle, struggle with this, this idea of white guilt. Now, first of all, let let, let me just say, you you need to grow a set. The the T-shirt I'm wearing, you need this new prescription medicine grow a set. Okay, you're worried, you're upset about that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I mean, a long time ago, we were pretty anti-Asian when we put them in those uh, those camps here in America. After the bombing of Pearl Harbor. Yeah, ha, 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 you drive a big duck, you have a small dick. I guess that isn't racist. Day. But no, stereotypes are there for a reason, because they're funny. And and most of the time, honestly, most of the time, it's true. Steve Harvey came out and said, do you know why black people eat so much fried chicken? Because it's fucking good. And he's right. He's right. Stereotypes are there for a reason. You're not oppressing anyone by doing the stereotypes. You're not. (laughs) What do you mean, Asians can't drive? You've never seen Tokyo Drift? Uh, Cowboys Girl says, call me a WAP. I'll laugh. Well, see, because you're old school. I'm not calling you old. I'm just saying you're old school. There are plenty of people. That don't like that. Okay, that you know what? You gotta know your audience, fine. But goddamn, man. Short of beating you for for what you are or or not giving you a loan based on what you are. I, I I'm just tired of this world saying, Oh, that's racist. That is racist. Uh what is WAP? WAP is just another term for Italian. I, I don't know what it stands for. Well, without papers, okay. A WAP, okay, when they came over, like Vito Corleone. All right, anyway, uh, the big thing that they're worried about in Atlanta, and Stacey Abrams is really, really, really scared about this part, of how this affects all the small businesses. 
she got to where she was by helping people and being that, you know, cheating woman that she is with voting. Tell you what, you take $100 million out of the city of Atlanta, businesses are going to be hurting from that. They are going to be hurting. Okay, fine by me. Uh, I thought it was wet-ass pussy. That's WAP, not WAP. WAP is W-O-P. WAP. Uh, all right, so no, enough about Precious there. God damn. I mean, it, this is the toughest who would you do ever. Stacey Abrams or the actual Precious? Oh, gee. Oh, my lord. Oh. <laughs> I bet you Stacey Abrams' vagina looks like fucking roast beef that was hit with a sledgehammer. She's got the biggest turkey gizzard down there. It hangs out. She gets out of the shower. She's hanging out there. It's touching her knees. Hey, Chando's is opening up in Atlanta. She'll have a new place to eat. Okay. Uh, I wouldn't touch Stacey Abrams with your dick. No, I, I I appreciate that. Thank you for saving my dick. Uh, all right, last one here. Uh, Hunter Biden, our boy Hunter. <clears throat> I'm taking credit for it now, Colin Jost. Since your little legal team has not returned my phone call. This interview that we played part of yesterday from Hunter Biden. Where he talked about, I'm sorry, bragged. That's what it was. He bragged. Oh, I've smoked more Parmesan cheese than anyone. Because he thought the Parmesan cheese was crack that he was digging out of the carpet. And, and him saying that right then and there, that 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 is Saturday Night Live all over it. Saturday Night Live ain't going to touch that interview with a 10-foot pole. And if they do, they did it because I told them to. You want to see big ratings Saturday Night Live? Start making fun of Hunter Biden. By the way, when that becomes the new thing on that show, I am definitely going to want a paycheck. Just saved your ass. Hunter Biden came out in another interview. Boy, this guy is class. Says he has no recollection of meeting a stripper who later gave birth to his child. <laughs> Writing in his memoir. <laughs> Why does Hunter Biden have a memoir coming out? Hunter Biden has a memoir. 
That's like nominating a TikTok video for the Academy Awards. In this new uh, interview and, and, and his book, he describes years of drug and alcohol addiction and the numerous sexual encounters he had with women. That's why I'd later change in, in, challenge in court the woman in Arkansas who had my 20 baby in 2018. Claimed the child was mine. I had no recollection of that encounter. That's how little connection I had with anyone. I was a mess. Boy, that, man. Doesn't that, because he doesn't want anything to do with that kid, remember? Joe sure as shit don't want anything to do with that little bastard kid. Because at the time, Hunter was shacked up with his brother's old lady, and he cheated on her with a stripper who gave birth to his child. This this Biden right here, I got, I got to say, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden's about the the most Southern Biden there is. Well, that wasn't me. I didn't do it. Shit. I've taken responsibility for it. Bullshit. (laughs) See, Nasty says that's like Pink Frog going into... (laughs) Pink Floyd going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for Baby Shark. Yeah, or Pink Fong. Fong, okay. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. He has a memoir. I've had a better life than him. Hell, at one time, I know I was a bigger celebrity than Hunter Biden. And that was based on my talent, unlike Hunter Biden. Hunter. You're not going to make a billion dollars a year just smoking crack on camera. You're just not. So stop. Please. Jesus Christ. All right, we'll take a break here. I know I said I was thinking about not taking any. I got to get some more Dr. Pepper. Uh, 775-357-FANS is the nombre. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com is where you can reach me. Hit me up on Mixler as well. Happy ta-ta-ta-ta-ta-ta Tuesday, everybody. Back then, back in those drinking days and all of those parties, we sure had it made. They hurt like a mother, but I sure did love them those glory days. And all the hell we raised drove our folks crazy. We still have, but not like we used to have. Drink.
this morning tasting Jim Beam, holding the answer to some old boy's dream. Got a bad reputation, guess I'm a live wire like my whiskey on ice and my women on fire. From Memphis to Mobile, I played all the dives. Lord knows I'm lucky just to still be alive. I'm an all-around rebel and I won't be denied of my whiskey on ice and my women on fire. I like my whiskey on ice, my women on fire. I like a good-sounding guitar and I won't be called a liar. Spent many long nights with a burning desire for my They always will They think it's been an easy ride And all been downhill What they don't think about What they don't realize Is the shoes that I'm filling Are a mighty big size One night in Nashville Tried to take my life Cause my friends had all left me And so had my wife But a fast ride to Florida Made me realize I had some whiskey on ice And some Florida women on fire Many long nights with a burning desire for my whiskey on ice and my women on fire. Yeah, I like my whiskey on ice, women on fire. I like a good feeling guitar, I won't be called a liar. I may grow old, but I'll never grow tired of my whiskey on ice and my women. women is the Arnie State Show, also known as F-S. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, welcome back to the big show as Bubba joins me in the studio. Bubba, you got anything to say? Nope, 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 nope. They don't call him the best dog in broadcasting for nothing. Uh, welcome back to the show. I want to say thanks to everybody who's saying all the really nice things to me on uh, all the social medias. I, I posted my thing up there today. This is a day that I'm very proud of. It's a day that I'm very proud of. My dad got to see it happen. And uh, I'm going to go to a meeting tonight. Hopefully tonight, if I can, if I can get there and not do this fucking or get done with this podcast early tonight that I'm doing, uh, I'm gonna get to a meeting tonight. If not, I'll go tomorrow after my round of golf with Dad. Um, but hey, if, if you're new to the program, I'm seeing a lot of people here who are writing. And, and look, you guys know that I don't preach this shit on the air. It's just I, I can't drink. I can't. I, I want you guys to go out and celebrate and drink as much as you can. Hell, I'm jealous because you got better taste than shit now. Uh, but if you are new to sobriety, let me just say welcome. 
and uh, it's tough. You will be challenged. Your demons will come out. And you have to keep your, your, your head down and just keep going through. I'm glad to know that next year when I'm 51, I'll have 25 years. At 52, at least half of my life, I will have been sober. So I got that to look forward to, if I make it that long. Either sober or just alive. Uh, let's see. Teaching assistant uh, docs points on conservative students' Black Panther essay. White people cannot experience racism. Well, then that fucking teacher should be fired. Thank you, Douglas. I appreciate it. So I shouldn't have gotten you that case alone star. What what case alone star? Yeehaw. That's already in the golf bag. Come on. That's going to go out on the course with me and dad tomorrow. I remember I got asked a lot when I first gave up drinking. Yeah, do you miss it? You miss it? Yeah. No, because look, I, I never got to drink socially. Yeah, I, I don't get to drink so I don't get to go out and have a few with my friends. A few with my friends is like seventeen to twenty-seven beers that I'm going to have. I'm going to get hammered if I go out drinking. I'm going to go get hammered. I wish, I wish I could be like you guys. I do. Seriously, I wish that I. I could go out and enjoy a glass of wine at dinner, and that's it. I'm not going to enjoy a glass of wine at dinner. I'm going to enjoy a whole fucking bottle of wine at dinner. That's what makes me different. No, I don't miss it. I don't miss hangovers. I, I don't miss any of that shit. Man, oh, man, I don't miss pissing the bed, which only happened once. That was a wild turkey night. The drink. I, I didn't fuck an actual turkey. That I know of. Uh, All right. Now, enough of me. Uh, Let's get to uh, some entertainment stuff. Uh, This weekend, this last week. Oh, let's see. Today's uh, today's Tuesday? Yeah, today's Tuesday. What comes out this weekend? If you haven't seen Nobody yet, what the fuck? Go see that movie. That movie is fucking awesome. Um, Godzilla vs. King Kong. If you like monster movies and, and, and you're you, you're into that and, and you grew up watching monster movies, you'll like it. Uh, I I think they did a, a good job on it. Now let's see what comes out this here weekend. Huh? What what are Voyagers? Really, you're gonna fucking make it now? We get two weeks of movies and then nothing. You did what the fuck is this Voyagers shit? Well, it looks like there's some nudity involved. Well, hell no. Let's see. Cast. No, there's no nudity. It's PG-13 for violence, some strong sexuality, bloody images, and a sexual assault. Okay, there might be. Where's the fucking cast? Oh, Colin Farrell. Oh, Faith and Begara. Colin Farrell is in outer space, don't you know? He's not going to be playing a southerner like he usually does. What's nobody about? It's about a guy who seems like he's just a regular Joe. Kind of an average, down-on-his-luck loser. Turns out he's 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 a fucking bigger ass-kicker than John Wick. And somebody fucked up one night and robbed his house, so he has to get even. And let the ass-whoopings begin there. Fantastic film. 
Lily Rose Depp. Oh, good. Johnny Depp's daughter's in this. Is this a kid's movie? It's nothing but young people. I don't want to see this. That sucks. Godzilla vs. King Kong last weekend raked in $47.8 million. Oh, no, no, no. That was in 2019. I'm sorry. That was over a three-day weekend, so they, they did a five-day weekend here with COVID. So it's a, you could say a three-day weekend. It, this movie made about $48.5 million. And I got to say, I, I, I got to say, not, not bad. I'm glad. I'm glad to see people are going back to the theaters. I, I truly, truly am. Most theaters around the country are still at marginally full. We went to see uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. They fight on an aircraft carrier. That was pretty fucking cool. Um, lots and lots of action in there. Uh, the theater was packed. Like super dude. Like it was almost sold out movie theater. What? That can't be true. <sighs> Supply chain problems are reaching into a far corner of the business universe. Ketchup packets. There's a run on ketchup packets now? Let's go to the fucking store and buy some goddamn ketchup then. Hey, I'm not even reading that. Fuck that, Wall Street Journal. That's stupid. Don't make me dumber than I already am. And by the way, I'm not going to ruin. I'm not going to ruin that movie yet. I'm I'm going to give you this weekend, and then I'm going to give you my critique on the things that you just looked at this movie, King Kong versus Godzilla. And go really. Okay. Uh oh. oh. Now I I need I I, I have to get it. I have to put a dip in. Mainly because when I when I find stuff this satisfying, like on the top of the Copenhagen lid, it says satisfaction since 1822. It's satisfying. Nothing is as satisfying as this next story. And this next story is about Michael Rappapussy. Yes, that's right. Michael Rappapussy. That's his new name. The... Uh, the movie star, TV actor, whatever the fuck you want to call him, who is the self-proclaimed king of trash, explaining recent events between him and Kevin Durant. He was on that show, uh, Undisputed with Skip Bayless and Mr. Ed himself, Shannon Sharp. Don't tell me. That's not racist. Shannon Sharp looks like a horse. He does. Um, oh, and looky here. We have video of what happens. That you've had time to really think about everything. Oh, it's been uh, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been tough. Um, you know, the last few days have been tough. have been crazy. I, I've gone out of the house and I get, you know, sneers and I get finger pointing and, 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 and I don't do good with sneers and snickers. And then I actually uh, went to the to the dog park with my dog. 
and people that usually, you know, say hello and even play with my dog, they don't want to play play with my dog Wheezy. And then Wheezy. You know, I, I, I went to my coffee shop and my they coffee. said, uh, not today, cupcake. And it's weird. It's like, why are you why are you calling me cupcake? And then I get online. Because you're a pussy. And social media, and you know, I know I put it out there, but uh, you know, yeah. people online uh have have been so so cruel <laughs> and mean and and i have to say that you've had time to really think about everything oh my god people are cruel and mean that was that was so satisfying to watch michael rapaport cry on television because people are still mean <laughs> Are you five? <laughs> oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. The story continues. He's hurting folks. His brain is broken. He's been exposed for what he truly is, a fraud. Softest guy on the internet and possibly the world is what's this been written. Fan-fucking-tastic. Bra-fucking-vo. Yeah, Richard, I saw this Paul Pierce story. Up, I, I don't get it. Like, Paul Pierce is having a party at his house. We'll get back to you, Michael Rappaport, you big fucking pansy. I don't want to play with my dog anymore. You fucking gigantic load of queef. Do you know what Michael Michael Rappaport is like? Is like strangers all coming together in a bag and all queefing at the same time. So is Sarah Jessica Parker's horse face, and she's why. Oh goddamn right. Well, let, let me see some here. Let's see. No, don't cancel that. No, I want to get rid of that. That's how I cheat. Uh, on my word games. I have word discriminators. I play one of those word games, and I use that. Uh, what was I looking at? Oh, Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce. The story is kind of crazy. So, uh, let's see. ESPN has parted ways with Paul Pierce after uh, an Instagram Live on Friday night. Let's see. Um, he was in a room full of dancers while smoking, drinking, and playing poker with his friends, ignoring all of the COVID vaccine protocols. M- maybe they were all vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Pierce tweeted the next day around 8. He didn't seem too bothered by the news of social media. The man's having a fucking party at his house. And ESPN's going to fire him for it? All right. Well, fuck it. ESPN, bunch of pussies. I'm, I'm sure ESPN will hire Michael Rappaport in the next few weeks. Let, let, let's, I just want to hear that again. Just one more time. Come on, Michael. Michael, you can do it. Today's have been tough. have been crazy. I, I've gone out of the house, and I get, you know, sneers, and I get finger pointing, and, 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 and I don't do good. With- it's, been, uh, it's been crazy. Uh, it's been tough. Um, 
you know, the last few days have been tough, have been crazy. I, I've gone out of the house and I get, you know, sneers and I get finger pointing and and and, and I don't do good with sneers and snickers. And then I actually uh, went to the do to the dog snickers. park. Well, here we with go. my dog, my dog, and people that usually, you know, say hello and even play with my dog, they don't want to play, play with my dog Wheezy. And then, Wheezy, you know, I I, I went to my coffee shop and they said, uh, not today, cupcake. And it's weird. It's like, why are you, why are you, why are you me calling me cupcake? And then cupcake. I get online and social media, cupcake? and you know, I know I put it out there, but uh, you know, people online uh, have have been so so cruel and. And mean, and and I have to say, boy, I tell you, the the award for the best performance of his entire career goes right there to Michael the Big Rapapussy. Hot Mama says, is he being serious? Stinkfist says, what a bitch. Hot Mama says, he's been so cruel and mean during the whole Trump administration. He called him dick stain every day. Um, uh, I heard him on Howard Stern and he said he would talk so much shit and call people on the show names, fake tough guy. What a pussy. Yeah. Such a hypocrite. Maybe they'll pet his pussy if he takes it to the park. (laughs) Well, uh, EGB3. Well, we need to go and, and find us some Michael Rappaport real quick. Let's go to the Instagram page, shall we? Well, let's. Oh, there's that uh, magnifying glass. Michael. Rap. A port. Oh, there's 5,000 comments on that one. Smells like piss. There he is. Actual human piss. Not dog piss. That, is that your upper lip? Dog shit. Piss pit. Walking down piss-smelling Hollywood Boulevard got me thinking, what the fuck is going on when a grown man out on parole from prison for killing his mother can attack another civilian? Hashtag stop Asian crime. Well, all right. Let's see. Uh, Comment. I'd love to comment. Oh, comments on this page have been limited. Oh, okay. What about this one with Andy Comment? Oh, you can't? Oh, that's too bad. That's just too bad. Oh, can I message him? I'll message him. That's right. Hey... Michael, this is, I, I'm actually I'm actually doing this. I, I will I will screenshot this and put this up as well. Hey Michael, I saw your video and have to say how bad I feel. That 
people are treating you and your dog so badly. Maybe you could let people pet your giant pussy the next time you are at the park. Take care, Mr. Wrap a Pussy. And here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Send. Oh, wait, wait. You know what? Uh, Hot Mama, I like that. Uh, The OG of Dick Stains. No, I, I don't want to say duck stains. I want to say dick. There it is. I sent it. Now, I'm, I, I've screenshotted it. Okay. Ooh. There we go. Done. Save photo. And now, we'll just put that up on the social media. Here we go. I'm putting it up right now. Next. Next. Ha, 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 ha. Ha. And it's out there. And now I'm sharing it with the world to see. There you go. Mr. Rap-a-Pussy. God almighty, I hate... I've never liked that guy. I've always had that feeling about him. And and look, I don't hate all New Yorkers. I really don't. I've known some people from New York, and I think they're fantastic folks. But he's that guy. He's that guy who thinks that he's tough because he's from New York. That's it. He's a tough white kid with blonde hair who's played some pickup hoop games, maybe at the park with some bras. And he thinks he's down. And he made the movie School Days. He thinks he's woke. No, no, Michael, you're a pussy. That's all you are. You are a big, smelly, crappy actor. Pussy. That's all. EGB3 says, I'm from New York originally. He is an embarrassment. Good. No. Look, if you're going to come out and you're going to have a a, a shame game, like like I was on his Instagram page, and he had the whole shame game where they're shaming people whose DMs slid into his. He's going to shame them. Well, guess what? When you do shit like that, people look into you. 
And people don't like you. No, no, they don't like you, pal. I don't like you. Never have. Never will. And, and I hope he comes back at me. Oh, <laughs> the king of, wait a second here. Hold on a second. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Come after me? Dude, I talk shit for a living. I get paid money to call people names. The king of trash talk on the internet is Michael Rappaport. Three words for you. Motherfucker, please. It would be two words, but I'm not black. Fucking criminy's sake. All right, let's talk about another dirtbag, shall we? That dirtbag. Is Deshaun Watson, allegedly, quarterback for the Houston Texans, a record-setting 20-second civil lawsuit has been filed against him with similar graphic details as the others. You know how they say all pu- any publicity is good publicity? Yeah, let me. I just gotta say, <laughs> now nah, not so much, not so much. Hey, ask Michael Rappaport. The latest suit involves a licensed esthetician who Watson allegedly reached out to in November. She told the Texans quarterback she wasn't a masseuse. She said she could make a recommendation. But he wanted her to perform the massage. Like the other suits, the woman claims he refused to be covered by a sheet or towel using a washcloth instead. Well, is that like in comparison? Is washcloth small to make it look big? Oh, my. When Watson was on his stomach... The plaintiff says she became uncomfortable with how close he wanted her to get to his anus. So she asked him to flip over. Then she alleges that he grabbed her butt and moved his erect penis onto her hand, telling her, you can sit on it. Wow, he went back to an old Happy Days reference. Hey, sit on it. Sit on it, Fonzie. You can sit on it. (laughs) Oh. Before leaving, he handed her an NDA, a non-disclosure agreement, saying in order for her to pay her, she had to sign. He sent her 250 bucks through Cash App, even though the service was supposed to cost just 65 bucks. Wow. What a generous tipper. EGB3 says, wait, you're not black? No. Only on the inside. Oh, my God. This is, I mean, the, like, these stories are just too fucking funny today. Oh, it, <laughs> it gets better. I, I just keep racking them up here. I am a lucky guy today. The show just came easy today. 
Oh, man, I was feeling like shit yesterday. We got home from a Ranger game. My stomach was killing me. I drank a whole bottle of Pepto yesterday. Finally, last night, like, I got home, and I was supposed to do this thing that I can't tell you all about yet. I couldn't even do that. My stomach, I just had to find stories for the show and, and get the show done. Because I wasn't going to miss two days in a row. I'm missing tomorrow to play golf with Dad. Day before the Masters. So I sat down and I started finding stories. And the stories, like, the, the universe spoke and said, okay, Arnie, you've done your good deed. You've been sober for 24 years. We're going to reward you with some really, really great stories. Uh, like this one. If any of you have uh, uh, bought Meghan Markle's coffee, her new wellness coffee, well, it, it it's uh, it's not good because it's tied to a Chinese state accused of genocide. I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Uh, she is, uh, she started, uh, her money is behind a trendy instant coffee brand. She touts for its ethically sourced ingredients. What's ethically? You don't have to kill anything to make coffee, do you? She's received, uh, the company received tens of thousands of pounds of oat milk powder from a business Accused of genocide, Clever Brands Oat, one-time oat milk supplier, Xinyang Haiyan International Trade was located within four miles of detention centers, including re-education sites. (laughs) So, like LeBron James, Meghan Markle is all right with slavery. No, no, see, don't, don't, don't get it flipped and twisted here. I don't give a fuck about what goes on in China. You know why? I ain't ever going. All right? They ain't going to change because I'm upset about it. China ain't going to change because anybody's upset about it here in America. So when these woke people come out and they start preaching all this bullshit about cancel this, cancel that, this person's bad, this person's bad, yet they they accept millions upon millions of dollars from people who are in human trade. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. That is it. And once again, nothing will happen to Meghan Markle for this. There, There's no shout-out against LeBron James. I, I mean, look, he's about to... I, I will not see Space Jam 2. I don't think it should be made. I, I mean, come on. Come on. <clears throat> Nothing will be done about this. Meghan Markle is going to get off scot-free. Everybody's going to forget about this because she thinks that's the, the world's queen, Meghan Markle. I'm sure she, she says that about herself. She's the world's queen. 
She's a fucking overrated snatch. That's all she is. And I, 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 I'm tired of people telling me how I can and can't live. I'm fine if you guys want to cancel people in your own world. Don't tell me to do it. If you don't want to see somebody, it, let, let's use Kevin Hart for an example. Kevin Hart's a great example. Kevin Hart, who's one of the very, very first victims of the woke society, when tweets surfaced from 10 years before about how he used the word fag or faggot in tweets, supposed to host the Academy Awards. He was on fire at that time. I mean, like professionally. Making movies with The Rock, touring, doing all kinds of stuff. And they said, yeah, well, you said faggot 10 years ago, so we can't have you host this. And people like Sarah Silverman came out and bashed him for it. Amy Schumer, that fucking pig, she did the same thing. Yet, if you were to slide into their tweets from just five years ago, not ten, like Kevin Hart's, but five years ago, they said the exact same things. They used the exact same phrases. But they're not canceled. Which has now led to a society where people like Paris Hilton go, I don't like the way that they treated me, and they made jokes. You have people like Sarah Silverman who come out and apologize for jokes she made. Hey, hey, if you can't handle it, if you can't take the heat, get out of the fucking kitchen. If you don't like people making fun of you, then don't be a celebrity. And I don't know why Paris Hilton's a celebrity to begin with. But if you don't like that, if you don't like the public judging you, and that's what we do as a a society— then get out. I, I I knew that rule, and I was at the lowest rung. I was maybe at the same level as Rodeo Clown. Maybe. Because that's a real physical job. But as far as entertainers go, yeah, I was way better than a Rodeo Clown. People fucking hated me. And to this day, people still hate me for things I said on the radio. By the way, uh, most of those things, I would say about 90% of those things were jokes. I said them because I thought they were funny, and I thought they would make you laugh. Oh, my God. I'll, I'll just tell you this right now. If they were to go back, it, I, I, would be, I would probably be put in prison for half the shit that I said in the 2000s. Uh, money is the only thing that can't be canceled, and LeBron James is the biggest piece of shit in the world. Agreed. Harrison says, I'm doing a Cowboys story at work and wanted to ask, what do you think about the Cowboys offseason pickups and releases? With Azuke and Xavier Woods gone, uh, Super Bowl Nation just released a story saying the Cowboys are pursuing Richard Sherman and K.J. Wright. I saw a story, Harrison, and, and I said this earlier today. Just ask me whatever you want me to talk about, and I'll talk about it today. I, I mean, I have shit planned out, but I'll, I'll gladly veer away for you. Uh, <clears throat> my opinion is the Cowboys have gone out, and they've looked at a lot of free agents. and th- I think they've signed eight, which I think is the most in Cowboys history. Eight free agents, and we have 
what, like 11 draft picks? Richard Sherman, I think, is getting a little long in the tooth to play corner. If they were to put him at safety, I think Richard Sherman has another five years in the league. And I would love to see him in a Cowboys jersey because that guy's a big hitter. He's a big player. Cowboy needs all, Cowboys need all the help they can get in the secondary since they never went out and got Earl Thomas, which I still don't understand. Uh, I, I think the Cowboys are trying to build something special. Harrison, but here's the problem. They aren't going to win next year. I, 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 I'm here to tell all the Cowboy fans out there, all you Cowboy haters should enjoy me saying this. And the reason why is because Dak Prescott's going to need at least a year. You don't come back from that injury and take your team to the Super Bowl. You just don't. And personally, I don't think Dak is the quarterback to lead the Cowboys to the Super Bowl. So we've got, what, five more years of this bullshit. This next year is a, is a bust. I, look, to get these players would be great, Harrison, but uh, man, oh man, I, I, I really wanted Trevor Lawrence. That's what I wanted, but we ain't going to get Trevor Lawrence. By the way, the Jets trading Sam Darnold, which happened to be my next story anyway. I, I don't get it. They, they traded with Carolina. They get three draft picks, a sixth-round pick this year, a second-round and fourth-round picks in 22. That's all they got for him? To the Panthers in a trade that clears the way for the team to draft his replacement in three weeks. The move also clears the way for the team to draft BYU quarterback Zach Wilson. There you go. By the way, Zach Wilson is not going to help the Jets. The, the Jets are a horrible friend. At least the Cowboys are not the Jets. How are the cheerleaders looking? I'm not sure. I have not seen yet. Darnold must be ecstatic to get out of New York. Fuck yeah, but he's now got to go to Carolina. At least it's not Jacksonville. That's what he's telling right now. He's, at least it's not Jacksonville. Cowboys will face Sam Darnold in 2021. Good. I'm happy. I don't think he's that good a quarterback. I don't think he's horrible. I think he was in a shit system in New York. I think the kid's got a little bit of talent. But we all knew the guy that went to the Bills was the best quarterback in that draft. We were all right about that. I think Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold, you know what? the Sam, Sam Darnold is the next coming of Boomer Esiason. And not just because they both have blonde hair and at one time in their career played for the Jets. That's the kind of player that Sam Darnold is. Now I've covered that story. Good. Back to people that we really hate. Harvey Weinstein. This scumbag. I guess he's tired of getting railed in the ass in the big house already. Has filed a long-expected appeal with the New York State Supreme Court, challenging his conviction for two felony sex crimes. Come on, dude. Come on. Just, just enjoy. 
second. Where was this? I'm uh, not sure if you saw this uh, report because I missed the first hour of the show. Dreaming about <laughs> about my skin melting off. Millennial Republicans, God bless and choose executive orders prohibiting vaccine passports. Yeah. Well, we all saw that one coming. Good for him. I, I, I mentioned it in passing. I did. This passport thing has me rethinking. I still haven't signed up to get a shot. I haven't gotten the shot yet. Maybe I won't need it. I'll just hang out with Tommy all the time. Get my herd immunity from him. Is he is Harvey Weinstein in prison right now? He was convicted of first-degree criminal, criminal sexual act and third-degree rape. He's been accused by more than 90 women. 90 women? Oh, he was uh, asked to be uh, kept free on bail due to his poor health, that which was denied. I feel like the forgotten man, he told the New York Times, I made more movies directed by more women than in women and filmmakers than I'm talking about 30 years ago. I'm not talking about now when it's Vogue. I did it first. I pioneered it. Well, you also pioneered, you know, Hillary Clinton and Oprah. Did you rape them too? Just wondering, you think Harvey Weinstein fucked Oprah? I, I, I mean, literally, like, 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 Harvey Weinstein, Oprah has probably seen Harvey Weinstein's penis, or Harvey Weinstein has seen Oprah's penis. One of the two. People need to listen to Rose McGowan. I think she knows a lot, but they've told everyone she's nuts. I think she does know a lot, but she is nuts. I mean, she's batshit crazy enough to move to Mexico. Who illegally moves to Mexico? I don't know if it's illegal or not to, to move there. Look, she, Rose McGowan is a gal that's, and I think her mental stability has been frayed by people like Harvey Weinstein. Harvey Weinstein is the way Rose McGowan is the way she is now. Men like him. I, I don't even want to call him a man. Because he's not. He's a raper. He, he is a pile of shit. I hope that they put bowling pins in his ass in jail. Actor Brian, I'm sorry if your daughter walked in. Adam J says, would you fuck Oprah if she offered you anal? No, man, no. Ugh. I mean, it would be kind of cool to walk around and say, yeah, I fucked Oprah in the ass. But then you have to realize, you fucked Oprah in the ass? Some people could see it as win-win. The other people could see it as lose-lose. Some people see it as win-lose or lose-win. I say that's a road I don't want to cross. So, no. Uh Uh-uh. Because you know. Oh, 
you know when those pants slide off? First of all, Gail's going to be the one taking the pants off for They slide those pants off Oprah. This wonderful stench covers the room. It's a mixture between fart and bad tuna. Nope, I don't want that on me. Sorry. It would be fun, though, to tell people that. I bet I think the best person to tell would be Stedman. Hey, Stedman, guess what? Fucked Oprah in the ass. My son walked in right now, and he said, Oprah from Jake and Josh, why does he want to fuck her in the ass? I don't. I was just asked that question. Oh, man. Uh, it seems as our good buddy Mark Zuckerberg, he had his cell phone hacked. His number was released. Now, sadly, oh, man. Sadly, they don't give the number out in this story. Uh, On Saturday, the database became readily accessible to those with basic data skills. Facebook dismissed Smith as very old, but security expert Dave Walker pointed out the company's own CEO was victimized. So there you go. Where's another guy right there? There's a guy who used to be so anti against the system and now he's just so <laughs> Ken Dogs is about to upchuck Garros. Okay, I've changed the subject. Mark Zuckerberg is a guy who 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 could have done anything, but he chose to just be a weird fucking dick. His whole life. He's just a weird kid. He's a kid you want to beat up. He I, I do believe that he believes he's some sort of prophet. That he is here to do good. Look, he lucked out. He used a friend's logarithm to figure out his website. Work's not even his own. Sure, he might have coded it all, but if it weren't for that algorithm, that his best friend, who, by the way, he stabbed in the back, if he never came to him with that algorithm, I wouldn't know who Mark Zuckerberg is today. Isn't that shitty? Isn't that shitty? When you work with your best friend and your best friend stabs you in the fucking back. Isn't that the worst? I mean, I don't know anything about that. But I can just imagine what Mark Zuckerberg's friend felt like. I say that? Hmm? Whoop that? Uh, there's a story about Khloe Kardashian. I already told you that Kim's a billionaire. They can buy their problems away now. Okay. And now. Oh, this is awesome. This is so awesome, this story. Are you ready? I have got great news. Great news. Randy Couture has come out and said, The Expendables franchise is coming back! (laughs) 
filming for the sequel could start next fall. Uh, it sounds like we're going to get to do the Expendable Fours, he said. They've been kicking it around for a couple years. But I just recently heard from my agent that they're working on the script, planning the schedules, uh, blah, blah, blah. They're not saying who else is going to be in it. Well, let's see. Uh, Couture is giving fans hope for the Expendables franchise. Could have come better time considering Stallone recently revealed that he won't be in the new Creed 3. Wow. Man, oh, man. A new Expendables movie. That's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Just make it rated R. No Ronda Rousey. Just, 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 just hey, bring Chuck Norris back. I'm cool with all that shit. All right, 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. We got a last break coming up uh, next. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. What do y'all think of Hey, baby, hey, baby. Hey, baby, get some bubblegum in this motherfucker. With so much drama in the LBC, it's kind of hard being Snoop D-O-double-G. But I somehow, someway, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through. Two in the morning and the party still jumping cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the doors. But for what? We don't love them hoes. Yeah. So we gon' smoke an ounce to this. G's up, hoes down. Why you motherfuckers bounce to this? Lay back With my mind on my money and my money on my mind Rolling down the street Smoking in and out Sipping on dinner and Lay back With my mind on my money and my now, money on my mind Got me some sequins jeans. Everybody got their cups, but they ain't chipped in. Now this type of shit happens all the time. You gotta get yours, but fool, I gotta get mine. Everything is fine when you're listening to the DOG. I got the cultivating music that be captivating me. Who listens to the words that I speak as I take me a drink to the middle of the street and get to Mac into this bitch named Shady. She used to be the homeboy's lady. Oh, that bitch. Degrees. When I tell that bitch, please raise up off these NUTs, cause you get none of these at ease. As I mob with the dog pound, feel the breeze. Be out, just Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and Lay back. With my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Rolling down the street, smoking in now, sipping on gin and Lay back. Later on that day, my homie Dr. Drake came through with a gang to tangle Ray and a fat ass Jake of some bubonic chronic that made me choke. Shit, this ain't no joke. I had to back up off of it and sit my cup down. Tangle Ray and chronic, yeah, I'm fucked up now. But it ain't no stopping, I'm still popping. Drake got some bitches from the city of Compton to serve me. Not with a cherry on top, cause when I bust my nut, I'm raising the box to cock. Don't get upset, girl, that's just how it goes. I don't love you hoes, I'm out the dope. And I'll be rolling down the street. 
So fly, he said, Funky Cole Medina. Love posted that she'll be on your lap. So I gave some to my dog when he began to beg. And then he licked his bowl and he looked at me and did a wild thing on my leg. He used to scratch and bite me before he was much, much meaner. But now all the poodles run to my house for the funky Comadina. You know what I'm saying? I got every dog in my neighborhood breaking down my door. I got Spuds and Jesse, Alex from Strohs. They won't leave my dog alone with that Medina, pal. I went out to this girl. She said, hi, my name is Sheena. I thought she'd be good to go with a little funky cold Medina. She said, I'd like a drink. I said, um, okay, I'll go get it. And then a couple of sips, she go lick the lips, and I knew that she was with it. So I took her to my crib, and everything went well as planned. But when she got undressed, it was a big old mess. Sheena was a man. So I threw her mouth, I don't fool around with no Oscar Maya Wiener. You must be sure that your girl is pure for the funky gold Medina. You know, ain't no plans with a man. This is the 80s, and I'm down with the ladies, you know.
saddle. Looking for a little affection. I took a shot as a contestant on the love connection. The audience voted. And you know, they picked a winner. I took my date to the Hilton for Medina and some dinner. She had a few drinks. I'm thinking soon what I'll be getting. Instead, she started talking about plans for a wedding. I said, wait, slow down, love. Not so fast as I'll be seeing ya. That's why I found you don't play around with the funky cold Medina. You know what I'm saying? That Medina's a monster, y'all. It's my my sobriety birthday, and I'm playing all drinking songs. See, that's wacky. It's comical. It's the Arnie State Show. Thank you for being here. If this is your first time, you're like, oh my God, I found you. Thank you. Been here for a while. That's okay. I'm not upset. It's easy. All you got to do is go to ArnieRadio.com. You click on join here. It's $2.99 a month. That's it. I'm here most every day. Tomorrow's one of those days I'm taking off. It's a it's a personal wellness day for me. Look, if you're gonna if, if the regular world's gonna have such faggoty day, I'm sorry, such queefy days, this is human wellness day, self help day. I, I'm gonna take one. Uh, I haven't played golf in almost three years, and I'm going to play golf tomorrow at the Texas Rangers Golf Course, and mainly. Just to, to walk with my dad. So that's what I'm doing tomorrow. Tea time is at 8 o'clock. I have to leave here at 6. Don't care. Do not care. I can't wait to be on the course tomorrow. Looking forward to it. Uh, now, back to the show. Since we've cleaned up the business here. Um, uh, Bradley, he sent me this email. Says I'm now just getting caught up on Friday's show and heard you talking about Bahad Bahabi's OnlyFans and how for $35 a month you want to see butthole. You're goddamn right I want to see butthole. $35 a month, we have an operative here at the Arnie State Show that is a member. It's not me. I would tell you if I was a member. Look, she starts showing butthole pics. I'm going to become a member. Remember, though, she's she's doing lingerie in some bikinis. Hey, Operative, anything new up there on the OnlyFans page? Just research purposes, of course. Oh, I'm watching this. Somebody told me to do something. How? Can I make this duetable? How do you make it duetable? I hit the three buttons. Duetable. Okay, there we go. That's how you do it. I guess it's duetable now. I, I don't know. I don't know how to do this stuff. I'm old. Anywho, getting back to this. Uh, do you remember the story a few months back about the 45-year-old mom whose kids got kicked out of school in Sacramento because some people found out she has an OnlyFans? Well... She goes by Mrs. Poindexter, and here's uh, is ten dollars. Hers is ten dollars a month. 
I thought I would take one for the ass family and pay the $10. Wow. Whoo, that is up close and personal with some meat curtains right there. Hi, yikes. Boy, she got some she got some big nipples for an old gal. Like long, like almost eraser like nipples. That badge is beat up, but she's 45. That's all right. She's younger than me. Good for her. Good for her. Now, see, that's the kind of stuff I expect to see on OnlyFans pages. I don't want to see you wearing lingerie. I don't want to see that. I want to see you being violated. If I'm paying for it, you're getting violated. I went and looked at her on Instagram, and I just don't get it. I have no issues with saying when women are hot, but there's one thing that I highly dislike when white girls try to appear black. Douglas says, who? This was the mom in in California. We were talking about bad baby, the the catch-me-outside girl. I don't think she's hot at all. She's got big boobs, and I I, I just want to see her boobs. If somebody can get me a, a naked photo of her boobs, I'm okay with it. And I, I, I just need to see him once. I'd be like, okay, see him, done. I don't think, yeah, I don't think she's hot. I, I don't think Bahad Baby is hot at all. But do I want to see her boobs? Yes. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, give it about six months. When, when all her fame and her fortune is gone, yeah, we're going to see an elbow in her asshole. I'm just telling you. It, it, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to that day. Elbows and assholes. Uh, what is Bad Baby's OnlyFans page called? Elbows and assholes. Oh, man. All right. We got a good story right here. This, this should be pretty good. When you get married, you get to make up your own rules. Right? When you have your wedding, you get to make up the rules that you want. Some people want an open bar. Some people don't. They want to be in charge of the music. They want to pick the music out. They want to pick they, they, their wedding day is one. Look, guys, we'll never get it. We will never get this. And I, I'm okay with it. Guys, whatever your lady wants to do for the wedding, as long as it's monetarily feasible, I would say do it. Girls dream about this their entire lives. Every guy out there right now is lost. Let me equate this. Do you remember when you were in the backyard and you were either making that last-second shot, that buzzer beater, or you robbed a team of a winning three-run home run at the fence, or you hit the game-winning home run or scored the winning touchdown? Do you remember how we used to play as boys and we dreamed of that? And for some little boys, that becomes a reality later in life. All little girls, they they dream about weddings. A lot of them do. I'm not going to say all because not all boys dream about those things that I just talked about. Vast majority. And girls practice And they've been dreaming of their wedding day ever since they were little girls. It's the same. Now, if she ridicules you for your 3-2-1 thing, if you still do it, you need to ridicule her and go, hey, at least I'm not still planning my wedding 30 years later. 
but it's a big day for him. And, and I would suggest don't do that. It's why we can collect $500 putters and $2,000 bows. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think girls are conditioned for it. I think in, in a way they are. You know, I, I, I saw something really interesting the other day. I'll, I'll get back to this story. It was on Criminal Minds. And a lot of people say you can't learn things by watching TV. And I say, net. Yes, you can. Do you know that the original story, this one blew me off, and this was Spencer Reed, detective or whatever, FBI agent, Dr. Reed. They're talking about fairy tales. And he mentioned Snow White. He mentioned Cinderella. And I forget another one. Now, we all know that they all have happy endings. But not originally. When they were fables way back in the day, do you know that the queen wanted to kill Snow White and then feast on her liver and kidneys? That was in the original Snow White. I'm not making this up. This is not the Quentin Tarantino version. And these these stories, these fairy tales back when they originated, were kind of like a warning to kids to behave. But now we've had to sugarcoat them. And these stories, these, you, you know, the, the, the more you know story, it becomes, when you hear that, when you get what the fable is supposed to mean, by making it fun and nice and clean, and she lives happily ever after, we have we have done such a disservice to to ourselves. I mean, I wasn't old enough to know that they, they wanted to eat her liver. Oh wait, what are we gonna do for? I miss it. Yeah, weddings. Funny how the girls plan for the wedding but never the divorce. No, that's the man's fault. Come on now. All right, so this guy. He wrote. And this article went, I guess, viral. He says, quote, my wife and I got married two weeks ago. We wanted a child-free wedding, so we've let everyone know, my family, in-laws, friends, and relatives, and everyone was okay with it. Now, hey, more power to you. You wanted a no-kids wedding because you guys don't have kids yet, and and you don't want a bunch of kids at your wedding. Okay. That's a fine rule. This is what you want. This is your day. They say that everyone was okay except for my family. The groom goes on to say, I have three sisters, all with kids from two to ten. My mother said it was illogical to not allow kids since, one, this never happened to the family, and two, My sister lived towns away, so the kids can't be left alone. After a lot of arguing and others getting involved, I stood my ground, and they agreed not to bring the kids. Bravo. Wow. That guy stood his ground. Yeah, he gets. It doesn't matter if everyone's okay with it or not. It's uh, your day, not theirs. 
He's already gone wrong. Well, he, he stood his ground. He said, no, I don't want any fucking kids here. Day of the wedding, three sisters showed up. With the kids. And didn't tell them. Just said, hey, my kids are here. I like this. The groom turned his sister away. A boisterous argument reportedly took place. Security guards from the wedding venue had to be brought in to make the sisters leave. The groom's parents and aunt also chose to leave after the disagreement. I wish I would have thought about that. Man, oh man, to kick my own sisters out of my wedding? That would have been spectacular. Hell yeah. Uh, Let's see. After dealing with, quote, nasty texts and social media posts about the debacle. Oh, my God. The groom leaned his sister, brought their children under guidance of, learned, I'm sorry, learned. They they did not put the, it's spelled L-E-A-N-E-D. That's how they have it. After he learned that that it was mom's fault, quote, it turned out my mom told them to bring the kids and she'd deal with me later. I told the mom I could have arranged for a babysitter, but my mom said they wanted to celebrate as a whole family. Mom said I ruined my own wedding by making a scene and everyone will always remember my wedding as a disaster. Well, it seems like it's time to cut mom off. Really? Oh, oh, holy shit. Holy shit. This this is... No, wow. The sisters and the mothers are now demanding the groom fix the issue by hosting another wedding. Yeah, because that's feasible. Oh... Well, wait, 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 wait. There was an ultimatum. What's the ultimatum? Sisters and mother are now demanding the groom fix the issue by hosting another wedding to include the children. Uh, or what? I don't have to see them? Or I don't get to see them? Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. These are my rules. This is our day. We didn't want no goddamn kids here. And you brought these goddamn kids here. No. They're a pack of hyenas. Jesus. Man, oh, man. That is, I I tell you what, that's some fucking balls right there. Guess what? Then after the wedding, you invite the family over and do a dinner. Oh, okay, you could do that. 
with with kids like a Thanksgiving. Yeah. I bet those are the bitches to have a meltdown at the gender reveal party. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. Hector Bryant says, wow, that bitch is crazy. The bride is banned from the family, LOL. Oh, that bride is hated in that family. I don't care. If I was a bride, I'd be like, so? Got my family. My family listens. Boy, this is bad for the guy. This guy is going to have, let, let me just tell you how this works. People, let me tell you. Depending on what kind of woman she is, I'll assume that she's a good woman and that she stands by her husband's decision. A part of me thinks, though, she's not that big of a person. Maybe she is. May I, I, I don't know her. But I think this is something that, that is going to be held over this guy's head for a while. Like, let's say the, the, the gal wrecks the car, and, and the husband's mad. The newlyweds are mad. Well, you wrecked the car, honey. Yeah, well, your family ruined our fucking wedding. Yeah, you, you have nowhere to go. That's like when you ask a guy who's dating your ex-girlfriend, hey, by the way, how does my dick taste? They have nowhere to go with that. None. I bet she's a three-input girl. I hope so. Uh, he said no to this make this this new one. MJ says, send him a $20 gift card to the McDonald's and call it wedding. <laughs> uh, he refused. He says, no, I ain't going to do it. They, they're trying to convince him to do it. And they're trying to convince his wife. By the way, 94% of Reddit users, over more than almost 22,000 people, say the dude was right. Hell yeah, you're right. You made the rules. Wow. Uh, screw big and planned out weddings. Uh, someone always ruins it. They never go as planned. Uh, I got kicked out of my twin brother's wedding. <laughs> You know what, Stackar? Stackar, that right there, that admission, that that that's that's listener of the day. You got kicked out of your own twin brother's wedding. That's impressive. I mean, I've done some wacky shit drunk on my birthday here. This will be the last story I'll read. I'll tell you a couple drunk stories here, because you guys like my stories. I got to keep this out for this podcast tonight. Okay. I ain't never been kicked out of a wedding, let alone my twin brothers. <laughs> Bravo. Ooh, that's something I can add to that list. Uh, so the sales bug has bitten me in the ass. And I'm going to mention it here after I write this down. Um,. Listener of the day. Because I, I, I would really like to start generating some more revenue off the show. 
and make it grow and make it bigger. And that way I can, I, like, like I, I'm looking up billboards today in the Dallas-Fort Worth area to see how much they are to see if they're just as expensive as they are in Sacramento. We're looking at new T-shirts, looking at new stickers. And, you know, I have a bunch of opportunities to sponsor parts of the show. And it's seriously not that expensive if you have a business or something. So if you know anybody that has money that they want to spend on advertising, come to me, please. Uh, Stackar says, I got kicked out of my twin brother's wedding and got cut off at the open bar. Wow. You got cut off from an open bar? I would have taught you better to hide that. See, it's a good thing you and I didn't know each other a long time ago because I would have taught you how to hide it. Uh, Or, or, to anybody who still is drinking... This is what you do. This is what you do. Depending upon the bar that you go to, if it's an open bar, if it's a wedding, if it's a, a, a business party, like a Christmas party or something, open bar. Now, you have to, if it's a work party and it's an open bar, you have to be somewhat bulletproof in the job that you do to be able to get away with this shit. But you go up to the bartender and you, you throw them a 20. You say, hey, remember me. Then you walk up there and you go, uh, we did the, I did this. Someone jumped on my coattails when I started doing this. We had a, a Christmas party when I worked in Reno a long, long time ago. And it had an open body, bar at the Atlantis Hotel. And all they had was beer, beer and wine. Well, I hate wine, so I would drink beer. I walked up to the bartender and I said, hey, and I gave him a 20. I said, yeah, I need six uh, six Miller Lights, please. Motherfucker gave me six Miller Lights. Went up there again. This time I had a 10. Six Miller Lights, please. Gave them to me. Now that somebody's caught on, they're going up there and doing it. Pretty soon the entire table is full of nothing but beer bottles, most of which are empty, and it was hammer time. Uh, Wow. But uh, I was upstairs in my hotel room at 7. 12 straight vodka and a splash of lime, guess, was my limit. Wow. It's awesome. Bravo. No, nah, there's a reply to how my dick tastes, Jab. Uh, I was going to ask you how mine tasted when you guys were together. Oh, that's very, very good, Alicia. Very good. Bravo. Well played. See, it's taken you years to come up with that comeback. I'm still undefeated. I just won't say it to you. How about that? (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, They can demand all they want. Not happening. No, they can demand. Like like they they, they mentioned in the story there was an ultimatum. Um, I didn't hear an ultimatum in there. Or what? You are going to have these children's wedding. Or what? Or what? Stagger, you must have been ripped to the tits. What's the name again? I might need some uh, advertising in a few weeks. My friend wants to start a podcast with me. What's the name again? What do you mean? No, I'm talking about, I want people to advertise with me. I had uh, the speech with my older bro. I said, I love you, man, and dropped the mic, literally dropped the mic and walked off. Arnie State's new shirt, Arnie State Show, where we love elbows and assholes. (laughs) 
maybe in a couple weeks when I find, because there's there's a few places I want to go, like T-shirt wise, that that I want to get T-shirts made again. And we'll do trade. I mean, there's a way to sponsor music on the show now. There's a way to sponsor everything. And and here's the best part for you guys. Still no commercial breaks. And this is why I've cheapened it down. I've I've added way more options. Because now I can say, hey, we're about to do, let, let's say we're going to do Listener Mail. Listener Mail brought to you by Stackar 7-Eleven. Elkhorn and Watt, check it out today. Their taquitos are the best taquitos in all of Sacramento. And I do that before or after. And by the way, all that was true. Uh, I do that before and after email or, or the mail section. Maybe I'll do mail more. But that's the opportunity that you have. Florida stories, you can, fl- yeah. Uh, today's Florida stories are brought to you by, you know, and I put it in there. No more of this, this bullshit where I go, okay, well, time to take a commercial break and then play three commercials and then a song and then come back. No, we ain't going to do that way. <sighs> okay. We got a stack. Are you need to write that shit down? Cause in a few weeks, once I get a t-shirt vendor or something, And that's a hundred dollars stack on me doing that quick one. Uh, in a few weeks, once I've got the T-shirt place lined up, that will be one of the things that we vote on: is what's the next T-shirt. I've picked out all the T-shirts before. I, I, I gave you guys that the the one that you guys chose to do was the my name's Arnie Two. We had the goat T-shirt with my face on a goat's body because I am the greatest of all time. There was another one. Uh, there had been a few. The AIG shirt, the original. Maybe maybe what we do is on this one is on the front we put the AIG fish. And people see that. And then when you're walking away where it used to say a fan of ass. <laughs> we love, we heart, elbows in a-holes. I, I, that right now, I, I mean, granted, there are no other candidates. But that is running away with it so far. <laughs> I mean, because that was one of the funniest things I've said in a long time. I want to put a fucking elbow in her asshole. Oh, Fire Freddy was hysterical, and that wasn't even mine. That was y'all. Y'all came up with that one. Oh, Ruby sent me a text saying she's proud of me for my sobriety. Thank you, Ruby. I miss you. I hope your husband is treating you well. Her husband is a hell of a guy. There aren't a lot of friends that, yeah, you know, you know, when you know somebody for a long time. Like, I've known Ruby since she was, like, 18. She was an intern at the radio station. Just awesome person. Usually when they get married, you kind of lick their husband, kind of side-eye. I like her husband. Her husband is the shit. Ruby, does your husband play golf? I, I, I got to give you guys a call. Okay. All right, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, now it's story time. Y'all, y'all want some? Do you do you want? Okay, here, real quick. You guys want some drunk stories? I'll take that as a yes. <sighs> trying to think. What 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 kind of drunk stories do you guys want? No, it's my birthday. I don't mind. I'm 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 gonna go talk in an AA meeting either tonight or tomorrow. Talk about all this shit. 
Oh, man, thank you. Uh, oh, Damien, congratulations, uh, my brother, on 24 years. It's an amazing accomplishment as far as golf. As the last person to play with you, keep your head down and channel Arnie of years ago. Enjoy the walk with your dad. Yeah, Damien was the last person, I, and I played terrible. I was off. Uh, Alicia is a Pope Catholic. Congrats on your sobriety. Sorry, I've been busy. Uh, haven't had a lot of time. That's okay. Hey, man. Hey, that's why the show is up there every day for you. What kind of drunk stories do you want? Do you, do you want radio drunk stories? Do you want out on and about or just funny, random, just different drunk stories? Like, uh, you, you know, the, the Christmas party I was telling you about, that one was like the third or fourth party. The first, the, the second party was the greatest. Well, actually, the, the, the first party, I think, no, actually, the last Christmas party I drank at was the greatest. Drunk stories with Tommy. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. I'll tell this one. So, <laughs> Tommy Tommy was, was playing football at the time. And a lot of football players, they wouldn't drink during the season. Drunk in public? I got one for that. Uh, I, Stackar, I'll do the drunk in public one next. So, uh, Tommy and I, one night, it was right after football season ended, I think, we decided that we were going to get, and this was our word back in 1990, we were going to get furnt. Furnt. That meant fucked up. We were going to get all sorts of furnt. So, we went down to Dolphin Avenue. Looking back on Dolphin Avenue, Stockton is almost safer. Almost safer. And we went to Big Jim's Liquor. Now, the reason why we went there is because, well, we were 17, 18 at the time. I think 18. I think it was our senior year. Uh, Went to Big Jim's Liquor. And the reason why we always went to Big Jim's is because Big Jim's and a lot of the places on Dolphin didn't have, they didn't card. So we said, fuck it, we're getting some Jack Daniels tonight. We got Jack Daniels. Because, you know, beer was, we, we had conquered beer. Okay, so I'll tell this story, the public story, and then the toga party. The toga party is is always the classiest. So, uh, well, the toga slash spring break party. So we get this big-ass bottle of Jack Daniels, right? And we're we're driving back to Garland. It's about a 15-minute drive, 20-minute drive. We get back. And there's nothing to do. We have, a, we have a bottle of Jack Daniels, and we have nothing to do. There's not a party to go to. Ooh, shit, I got the wild turkey story, too. Hold on, let me write these down. Okay. I, I might go a little over today. We'll, we'll see. I still got a half hour. Uh, let's see. Public. Toga. Turkey. Okay. These are, these are pretty good stories, actually. Um, <clears throat> so we get back to Garland, nothing's going on. We didn't have cell phones back in those days, nothing. So we decided to go to our buddy Steve's house, Steve Serber. 
Steve Serber was one of my best friends in high school. I love him. I'm still in contact with he and his beautiful family today down in Houston. And I'm like, sir, what are you doing? He's like, man, I'm putting in a car stereo. I was like, well, that's enough for us to go over. (laughs) So Tommy and I stop at the 7-Eleven right by Serb's house. And we pick up super big gulps. And half of that super big gulp was Coke. The other half was Jack Daniels. (laughs) Now, that's a strong concoction. Now, Tommy was, Tommy could drink. I ain't going to put Tommy down. But when it came to drinking, there was one king, Arnidad, Arnisius of Arnidad. Not many people could outdrink me because I thought that was the way to be accepted. And I had quite tolerance, thanks genetically to my father. <laughs> the one thing he gave me genetically, aside from the gift of comedy and making people laugh, he gave me the ability to drink. So, uh, oh, wait, I've got, oh, wait, there's one more story I got to tell after the wild turkey. I'm sorry. I, I, I apologize. I do love, I love telling these stories. Uh, uh, so, we are fucking hammered. We're just watching Steve put in a car stereo, and we have a few other buddies that show up. And we're all hanging out there. Well, Steve has uh, an old four-wheeler that's in his garage, but it doesn't have any wheels on it. So Tommy gets on there, and he starts acting like he's in the middle of a race. Oh, hey, man, check it out, man. I'm fixing to jump this fucking dune. And we're all fucking laughing. We're all dying laughing, right, because he's so fucked up at this point. And I'm, I'm on my way. Now, look, before any, any of you cancel fucking Nazis come after me, I know it was wrong to drink and drive. I paid the price for it a few years later. Let it go. Because Tommy gets off the four-wheeler, and he's like, dude, hey, man, shit, I ain't feeling too good. Can, can somebody, I, I can't make myself throw up. So it was me, Tom. It was it was me, my buddy Ryan, and even Serb. We took turns punching Tommy in the stomach. I got him in the Heimlich. I'm trying to make him throw up. Ain't working. It doesn't work until we get in the car and I'm driving Tommy home. Now Serb lives literally a mile from me, and Tommy lives three miles from me, and I got to take Tommy home. So I've got a four-mile trip, about a seven-mile round trip. Not, not round trip, but, but I think it's six miles because I'm coming back home. I'm not going back to Serbs. That should take maybe 15 minutes at the most. It took us 45 minutes to get home because Tommy had to stop every two blocks to throw up. I have never seen a human being throw up that much. Unless it was me. So, <laughs> that, that, that's a legendary story when it comes to me and Tommy. Now, the toga party, uh, my buddy Dave Howell last week turned 50. I called him on his birthday. We were chatting a little bit. Loved the man. He's like a brother to me. 
I can't wait to see him. Due to all this COVID, I haven't got to see a lot of my friends yet. A lot of people are staying in. And it bums me out. But, hey, I'll see him soon. Dave always had the greatest parties. Always had the greatest parties. The toga party was great. I didn't get too fucked up at the toga party. The toga party is the lead-in to the fucked up story. And the fucked up story of all fucked up story is this one. It was spring break. 1989? 1988. Spring break, 1988. 89 and 90, I went to Padre. Spring break, 1988. 16. And I've been drinking for a while, since 11. Age, not in the morning. Even though I would, I don't have a problem drinking 11 in the morning. Uh, we know that Dave is going to have a big party at his house for spring break because his dad's out of town. So uh, Donnie, who's been on the show, he and I decide, hey, man, let's let, you know, fuck it. We ain't going to get beer. This was one of the first times that we veered from beer. This is even before I even tried Jack Daniels. I said, all right, man, this dude was going on a beer run because he knew of the party that night. And Dave had a big house, so everybody knew of the party. We were at the water park cleaning it, getting it ready to open for the season. So the guy, the the, the old guy, the older guy, I mean, we could have got the beer or the alcohol if we would have went down to Dolphin, but we didn't want to go. We were working. So this guy who's 21, he could just drive right to Dallas, get it, because Garland at the time was dry, and it was a lot quicker. It was just down Northwest Highway, boom, 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 done. So I gave $15, and I think Donnie gave $15, and we asked for the biggest bottle of tequila and a case of beer. Dude comes back, hands us our our stuff, and change. Mind you, we got change. We got the big 1.7. We got the, the handle bottle of tequila, and we got a case of beer. Now, this wasn't just any tequila. See, see, you wacky fucking people that drink now, you got all this good tequila. We had nothing but rot gut shit tequila growing up. And then, if you couldn't afford the rot gut shit tequila, then you had to get the store brand. Well, this asshole bought us the store brand. We were drinking Centennial brand. That was the name of the the liquor store, tequila. Nobody told me that tequila kicks in all at once a little later, i.e., I was 16. I go pick up Donnie. Or Donnie picks, I don't remember who drove that night. I, I mean, I Donnie did. Donnie did drive that night. Donnie picks me up. We show up at Dave's house, right? We walk in. There's these two twin brothers, Troy and Eric. One of them a preacher now or some bullshit. They're sitting there and they're playing quarters, right? Donnie walks in. Donnie's t- Donnie somehow got another case of beer. 
So he's walking in, and he's got two cases on his shoulders thinking he's a big dude. I'm walking in with a bottle of tequila. So we sit down there, and we're like, yeah, we're going to start drinking. Now, the movie RoboCop has started on, like, HBO or whatever. Because TV's on. There aren't many people there yet. And Donnie and I are like, let's get this fucking thing started. Boom. We had the salt. We had the lime. We were going to do tequila the right way for our first time at 16. Minus the fact that it was Centennial brand mop water. So I take my shot, lick, you know, suck, do all that bullshit, and have a little beer chaser. I'm like, well, that's not bad. We wait for about five, six minutes. You're sipping on beer, talking to everybody. I'm like, I'm ready for another shot. You? Yep. Bam. Well, that continued for 45 minutes. You've seen RoboCop. RoboCop's still on. By the time I have downed my 18th shot. Oh, by the way, I beer bong six beers, too. (laughs) This is all true. And I was 16. 18 shots of tequila, six beer bongs, and one beer. So seven beers, eight days. So I've had 25 drinks in 45 minutes. I don't give a fuck who you are. Even Clark Kent would have had his knees buckle on him. So I'm starting to not feel good, so I lay down on Dave's couch. Now, the moment I lay down on Dave's couch, I'm sweating like a whore in church. But it's April in Texas, and it's kind of chilly. It's not hot. It's not cold. It's just kind of, it's nice. And at night, it cools down. He's got a ceiling fan on. The doors are open. The house is cool, but I am sweating like a whore in church. On his father's brand new white couch. All true. By the way, we knew back in the day, Tommy's place that he would load up before drinking was Long John Silver. I don't think Donnie had a place where he warmed up, like like the pregame, the meal. But I know what I did. My mama made spaghetti that night. I had a big-ass plate of spaghetti. As I'm laying on this couch and I'm sweating, you start to get that feeling that your mouth is sweating and you know what's about to happen. And you just keep swallowing. The, the last thing you want is fresh air in your mouth. As I look and I open my eyes just one quick second before I passed out again for about 30 seconds, I open my eyes, and it's the scene in RoboCop where he's shooting the targets, where he first shoots the targets, and the chick comes up. It's that early in the movie. It's literally, literally 40. It's like an hour. And there was a girl that worked at the water park who went to high school with us, and I had a crush on her. 16 at the time. Her name was Melissa. She was on drill team. I was just a superstar at the water park. That was all. And uh, she walks in with, with, with her best friend who tried to become a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, but she never did become one. A girl named Kim. Really nice girl at the time. Dated a very good friend of mine. And Melissa walks over to me. And I had, like, you know, I had thoughts that night of maybe making out with Melissa. Well, that went swirling 
down the toilet. When Melissa came up to me and she put her hands on my chest and she shook me. Arnie, you doing okay? And Mount Arnuvius went off. If I would have had villagers living on my chest, they would have all died due to being covered in vomit. Projectile, I mean, I was like the fountains at the Bellagio going off. Does it in there? No! By the way, got all over Dave's dad's brand new white couch. Horrible. So they take me outside in April. Now, I work at a water park full of lifeguards. And there's some people that are in the hot tub. So I get in the hot tub. And somebody's in the hot tub. There's some friends of mine. I'm not going to out anybody's names. I know it wasn't Tommy because Tommy's the one who busted me. We had this girl that worked with us that was a hoe. I mean, she was a hoe. And her and a very good friend of mine were making out. And her hand was on my leg under in the water. Now, after 25 alcoholic beverages in 45 minutes and then vomiting like a champ, you're going to put your hand on my leg? Well, I think it's go time. So I start, you know, doodling around down there, and she's into it. And then Tommy goes, hey, man, what are you doing? <laughs> and I stopped. I was like, oh, shit, he caught me. And I'm glad he did because I, I, I didn't want to have my – you know, like the devil's threesome. So uh, I said, all right, well, fuck it. So I got out of this hot tub, and Dave had a diving board. Now, running this water is about fucking 70 degrees. It's not warm. It's fucking freezing. I get on the diving board. I'm like, who wants me to jump in? And everybody's like, no. I'm like, yeah, you said go. Boom, jumped in that water. Holy shit, that was a shock to the system. Everybody was so scared. And I pop up out of the water. I'm like, all right. And I got out of the pool, and they're like, lay down. You're going to die. I'm like, I'm not going to die. And there's one guy that worked at the park. He's like, just just lay down. Oh, my God, I was so hungover the next morning. And I'll never forget, they, that's when I learned the, the phrase. <laughs> Just a skank. Believe she went to Lake Highlands. Yeah, yeah, she did. And uh, and, and and she, that chick was riding with us to the park because I had to go to the park and work the next day. I got a call because I was late from the from my boss saying where you at. He knew exactly. He was one of the people who watched me jump in the pool. It's like you got to come in, man. I was like, all right. So we're driving to the water park, and I am not feeling good. And Donnie goes, well, hair of the dog. I don't know what fucking hair of the dog is. I'm 16. My parents are in recovery. They don't tell me these phrases. Motherfucker cracks open a fucking Coors. And then when he opens it, he blows the foam towards my nose. Oh, that was fucking awful. That was so bad. You don't even know how bad that was. Went to work. 
It's fine. Two days later. <sighs> All right. But my, I, I think this is my one of my favorite stories. This one happened with Donnie as well. Between Donnie and Tommy, those were my, my two. And, and Phil, even Phil. <sighs> Donnie and I went out one night. We got all cowboyed up. It was summertime. Had my straw hat on. Had like this cool reddish shirt on. Wranglers. Elephants were rolling. I was 18 at the time. And we decided we need to go out and drink. Neither one of us had any money. So Donnie said, well, let's just go to my house. We'll, we'll, we'll see what my dad has in his cabinet. I'm like, okay. And he breaks out this big bottle of J&B scotch. Now, I've never had scotch in my life at this point. I found Jack Daniels, and I became really good friends with him because I didn't get that sick. I never got sick with Jack Daniels. I, I, well, I can't say that. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, yeah, one more story. Tell this one and that one. The New Year's story. The New Year's story is fucking terrible. Tommy did save me in the New Year's story. I, I'll get to it. I haven't told that story that often. Uh, all right, so we get to Donnie's house, and he's got this big bottle of fucking J&B scotch. So, once again, off to the 7-Eleven, super big gulps. You don't mix scotch with Coke. Okay? You just don't. She wanted both of you. You don't have to fuck him, LOL. No, you can't cross swords. That's the devil's threesome. No, uh-uh. It, it, the, only, the only acceptable threesome ever is two girls and a guy. That's it. Mm-mm. No, uh-uh. You're not going to talk me out of that one ever. Sorry. So, uh, so Tony and I start drinking this fucking J&B scotch, and he wants to go see his ex-girlfriend. Now, the funny thing is that, and we had, we used to, I used to laugh my ass off. He dated a girl named Maria, and it was Donnie and Maria. And we grew up with Donnie and Marie, you know, the Osmonds. So Donnie and Maria was one of our, our comical things. And you want to talk about oil and what these two, look, when they were good, they were fantastic. When they were off, whew, it was bad. And this is, they were kind of off at the time, so we are just shithoused, he and I are. Shit, I think I fell. Because if those pictures are around still, I, I think they're somewhere on one of my sites. You can see my cowboy hat is split. My straw hat is busted. And if you know me, I take care of my fucking hats. So Donnie goes, well, let's go over to Maria's house. I, I got to go talk to her. And I'm like, all right. I don't care. I'll just sit in here and drink. So I'm I'm sitting in Donnie's little Nissan truck. This is before he got uh, his big black Chevy. He had this little blue Nissan truck. And I'm sitting in there, and I'm looking around his car because he's obviously upstairs fucking his ex-girlfriend. Totally know that's happened. And I find, you remember those old rectangle-shaped cameras? Remember, remember them? The, the old Kodak cameras? You have to take it, get developed, and all that shit. Well, he had one, I don't know why, in his glove compartment. I would like to state that that day in 1989, or 1990, 89-90 somewhere, I took the first ever selfie. Zuh. 
because it was about six weeks later, he calls me. He's like, hey, you remember fucking around with a camera in my car? I'm like, you have a camera in your car? He goes, no, no, I, I, I had a camera in the, in the glove box. I'm like, no. He goes, all right, well, uh, I'm going to bring you something tonight. We're going to hang out that night or something. He goes, I, I got something to show you. And there it was, three pictures of me. And, I mean, I just have a look of dazed and confused, like, cha-ching, cha-ching, three of them. So, yes, I took the very first ever selfies. Uh-huh. All right, so we got that one out of the way. Okay, the selfie story is out of the way. Last story. Truly one of my favorites. And Tommy did save me this night. It's New Year's Eve. 1991? Yeah. Uh, Longhorns were playing in the Cotton Bowl the next day against the University of Miami. A friend of mine uh, wanted me to go, and I said, yeah, sure, I'll go. We had tickets, and they went to this party with me. The party was at Doubletree down by the airport. New Year's Eve party, right? So we go to the liquor store, and I'd just gotten, like, a Christmas bonus from whatever, you know, meaningless job I was working at the time. And I'd gotten a bonus or something, so I bought not one, but I bought two bottles of Jack Daniels. Now, only alcoholics will understand this thought process. I told my friends, and I think I went with Phil that night, I said, and, and his girlfriend. I said, whatever you do, whatever you do, don't let me take shots. And they're like, yeah, no problem. Because I thought that taking shots was going to get me fucked up so bad, not drinking two bottles of Jack Daniels in one night. So, once again, thanks to Stackar and 7-Eleven, the wonderful Super Big Gulp was in play yet again. So, we get to this party at about 9 p.m. Now, I've got the Big Gulp working already, and once again, it's half and half. That was gone in about 30 minutes. Right? So I pour myself another one. First bottle, gone in an hour. Oh, I, look, I have witnesses to all this shit. This is all true. I ain't bragging about how much I can drink. This is how sad my life was. First bottle, gone. Every alky knows it tastes better from the bottle, less dishes, too. I didn't do shots that way. I did shots the regular way. I just did regular shots. Just bam, boom. So the first bottle is gone. It's history. Boom. Done. Empty. Second bottle. Got to crack that one open. Once again, we crack it open. How? That's right. With half a big gulp of Coke. There's a Coke machine there. That's how I kept getting Coke in there. So. So I'm drinking that, and I look at the bottle, and I'm thinking to myself, huh. Yeah. Now, you know what? Tommy Tommy didn't rescue me at this point. I think Tommy showed up and he left because he was going to see George Strait. 
George Strait used to play Dallas New Year's Eve every year. Um, so I'm sitting there, and none of my friends are around me, and I'm like, no, nobody's around. How about we take a shot? Now, I'm shooting Jack Daniels with Jack and Coke chasers. That, that, that's, a, that's game. So uh, I, I do shots of the rest of the bottle. Two bottles gone. And this is about, this is about another. So in about two and a half hours, I drank two bottles of Jack Daniels. Two. Now, a lot of you are going to say, well, I don't know how he was on his feet. Well, I didn't stay that way for long. Because after the last shot I took, I started to get that feeling. But I was awake because I was seated this time. You see, I learned from young Arnie on Dave's couch. So now I'm seated. And somebody looked at me, and they're like, you don't look too good, bud. Do you want to go to the bathroom? I said, yeah. So they, they helped me, and I'm walking towards the bathroom, and the door's locked. I'm like, hey, man, I, I, I got to get in there. And they're like, okay. And I open it up, and there's like three people in there. There's three chicks in there. They're probably doing cocaine. I don't know. But one of the girls in there was a girl we went to high school with who was like a, like a rodeo cowgirl and a gymnast. So she had this fucking body that was made for sin, right? But her face was straight out of a fucking Santa hut. I, I, I mean, honestly, I have seen better piles in a fucking porta potty than this girl's face. We'll call her Becky. Who later transferred out of the economics class that we had, that Tommy and I had with her, because we were telling the class how ugly she was. <laughs> now, she worked at the water park, too, and she was one of those that would get in the, the lifeguard red uh, bathing suit, and you'd walk behind her, you're like, oh, my God. And then Becky would turn around, you're like, Bruh! You'd almost turn to stone. No, no, you know, Medusa, you would turn to stone. It would make you hard. So that was obviously a phallic symbol. So if Becky turned around and you looked at her in the eyes, you would, ta- you, you would turn into to a, a pile of marshmallows. You'd never have a soft on hit you that quick. So I opened the door of the bathroom. There she is. The hand of God. Hand to God. If I if I ever saw this girl again, I would have to apologize to her today. And I would. Not as a part of my amends, but just to say I'm really sorry for this. She opened the door and she goes, Hey Arnie. I don't know what it is when girls say my name, but it makes me puke. And I vomited right in her face. I'm not kidding. Swear to God. I mean, I hit her like a fire hose. In the face! In the face! And then passed out in the bathtub. Sassy Pam says, poor girl, where is she? I have no idea. I ain't looking for her. That girl will fucking probably shoot me. And rightfully so. How do you try to find her? I'm not going to try to find her. I don't want to fucking apologize for that. I'm still mortified at it. Uh, By the way, it's not even New Year's yet. 
It's literally 11.25. Now, I am passed out in this bathroom until these two large individuals grab me by my belt buckle and pull me out of the bathtub. Those two individuals were Dallas police officers. As soon as I realized they were police, I started to act a whole lot more sober. Went downstairs and left. I did not drive. I was not driving that night. I had karma hit me the next day. We had a double dose of it. I was supposed to go to the Cotton Bowl to see the Longhorns play. I had tickets, good tickets. My friends figured, oh, he's going to be too hungover to go. So they not only went without me, but the Longhorns got beat by like 65 points that day. So that was the world saying, you act this way, Arnie. This is what we're going to do to things you like. Bam! So there you go. Those are, my, those, are, those are just a few of my drunk stories. And this is why I do not drink anymore. Uh, that's going to do it for me today. We will be taking tomorrow off. I will be playing golf with my dad. The spirit of my father will be there on the golf course with me, and I can't wait. Thank you, guys. Uh, and by the way, you guys have helped me so much with my sobriety. I can't thank you enough. So uh, here's to another, I don't want to say another 24 years, because, A, I don't want to be alive that long, and, B, here's to not drinking today. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day, and remember every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you're in there. Until Thursday, adios, everybody. Hey, Mr. Bartender, please don't be so slow. I've got time for one more round and a six-pack to go. Tomorrow morning, Sunday, I'm gonna be feeling low. So please, please, bartender, I want a six-pack to go. Oh, I've been drinking all day long, taking in the town. Oh, I've done spent my whole paycheck just a honky-talking round. Well, I don't have enough to pay my rent, but I ain't gonna wear it, though. I've got time for one more round and a six-pack to go.
go is outside waiting to arrest him.